because I'm so evil. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to a long-awaited, new, fresh episode of the Geek Mosh Pit Podcast. My name is Jason. And I'm Anthony. And uh, on tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about one of the most anticipated films I've been waiting for, for God knows how long. We're going to be getting into Avengers Infinity War. God, I'm so fucking excited to talk about this movie. Yeah, I think your pants are a little wet. Is that pee, or are you just happy to see me? I'm just happy to see you, actually. <laughs> We're happy to talk about this movie. Actually, it's a big Gatorade. It's, it's, it's a bunch of piss. And I'm just so excited. I'm drinking it my sure own looks urine. like it. Yeah, that, well, I, mean, I would say that this is probably one of the most anticipated movies of the decade, maybe even the century, because we're only 18 years into this millennium. Um, yeah, well, I mean, this movie's been set up. This is 10 years in the making. Yeah, 10 years since the first Iron Man, which was 2008. Yep, a year yeah. ago this year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, or, yeah, wow! A year ago this year, ten years ago, that I learned to speak and do math today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I uh, I think it goes without saying uh, that this was a great movie. Yeah, it was an amazing movie. It was fucking off the charts. Yeah. I mean, as far as a Marvel movie, they never disappoint. I don't nope. think we've ever really talked about a Marvel film since we've done been doing the show. That is kind of really got us down. I mean, well, except we, for Black Panther, a yeah, little bit well, for you. Guardians too. You know, I didn't like Guardians two at least. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we really or talked Thor about 2. Guardians two. We really didn't do episode on Guardians two. Yeah. We weren't around back then. It's before we were born. Yeah. Well, I was still fucking in a crypt. But <laughs> this, 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 uh, this podcast didn't. We didn't exist until this podcast did. Yeah. Um, before we get into uh, Infinity War, um, since it's been a while, man, how you been? I've been doing good. Just got a new job, um, and so uh, that's like my eight to five that's my bread and butter right now that's all i do i go to work and now i just got back in the gym my injuries cleared up a bit and yeah, um, your arms are getting a little bit more bulkier man uh, I'm, I'm like a couple weeks in but sure yeah <laughs> fuck it thanks <laughs> um yeah no but just been doing that i'm trying to get some stuff on the road i won't say exactly what on the podcast but i got as you know i got some musical projects coming up and when it's up and about we'll uh get into it more but uh I've been doing a lot of musical stuff lately. Yeah, let's talk about your band, dude. The yeah, exit um, I really don't talk much about my musical background here on the show, and I should because we talk about music and, and movies and all that. Um, I'm playing a band right now called uh, The Exit Plan. Woo! And uh, i got some good buds of mine in that band, uh, Casey, uh, Eddie, and Matt, if you are listening to the show. Love you guys. Um, we just recorded a five-song EP demo. It's out on Spotify right now. If you just type in the Exit Plan, it should come up. Um, I think we're the only band right now on Spotify called the Exit Plan. There'll probably be like some songs that come up called the Exit Plan, but if you type it in, you'll see a logo, and just click on it. We got five songs on there. We just played a show uh, a few weeks ago with uh, a good band from Petaluma, California called Tsunami Bomb and... Uh, we also played with the Phenomenons, which are a really popular band, and it was a good show. I mean, it was the first time I played on stage at the Phoenix Theater in, I don't know, six or seven years. Wow. You know, it's been a long time, and I'm really, really uh, excited to be playing music again. And, uh, you know, it's kind of opened up a lot more doors to, like, playing more shows and whatnot. So, I don't know. I mean... For the longest time, I was kind of just going to shows and watching, you know, your old band and, and everything, and it was just giving me, like, I was just getting, like... You were getting that, sh yeah, that show was, bug, that music yeah, bug? Yeah, exactly. I was just like, man, I don't really want to play again. <laughs> you know, but, um, no, yeah, it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun with that, and, 
Yeah. So, and you saw us play our, I did, one of yeah. our first shows, and you hated it, but. I thought it was the worst thing to ever come out. George Lucas could have put together a much better band. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not hate it. It was a great show. It's just a different, it, it's punk rock. Uh, it's kind of, it harkens back to when I first started playing music. It was more kind of like, well, it's punk. like, it's like, it's like, it's like, li- it, I don't want to say it's light punk, but it's like, I wouldn't call it pop punk, but it's like, I think it's good punk. My yeah. Opinion. It's got um, like a lot of, uh, it's got good melody. And, yeah, exactly. You know. Um, but Dude, no. that was the first time I ever saw you shred on the drums, man. Like we've well, jammed, no, we jammed before, yeah, but, but like I haven't seen you fucking just like hammer it out for a half hour straight. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, I know, and it's kind of like in a place that small that we played in the first show that you went to. Yeah, it was like a really small bar, but you know, best sound you can get out of a bar. <laughs> so, if you heard it's like at the Phoenix, it's obviously a lot more massive because it's you know we got all those fucking speakers up on yeah. the stage and and uh, yeah, so that was fun. Um, but I've been to some good shows too. You know, we've been talking about shows that you attended. All right. I didn't get a chance to talk about a few shows I attended over the last few months. Uh, I went to this really cool punk festival called Punk and Drublick. Um, it was a beer punk rock festival. So you go to the show, um, and there'll be all these tents around the entire like air front area of the show before you walk in to go to the stage. And there's all these like vendors, these beer vendors, and they give you like this little glass when you walk through the door, and you stop by all the booths and you get samples of the beer and you can just go in line after line after line after line. But they only, they only serve it to a certain time. And then you have to, if you want more beer, then you got to have to go to a snack bar or something. But yeah. it was really good. I saw a lot of good bands. Um, my buddy Eddie, who was playing bass in the exit plan, who was playing bass, sorry. Um, he got me backstage passes. So I got to go on stage, watch the bands, uh, bad religion, no effects. Um, great fucking great old school punk bands, man. They're, they're like one of the, like bands like those, they, they kind of influenced me to play punk rock like back when I was like 18. But um, that was a great show. Uh, and then just about a month ago, uh, me and Adrian went to go to this Sombroso uh, Beer Taco Punk Festival. So it was almost like punk and drug, like, but um, they also had a shitload of uh, food trucks, taco trucks, you know, and um, Saw uh, you know Pennywise, me first in the Gimme Gimme's. Uh, Offspring headlined the show. You ever seen Pennywise before? They're fucking good live, dude. No, I've heard about them though. I think yeah, talked about them, and I might have seen like some advertisement for them. Yeah, they've been around, f- I think, since like the late '80s, and uh, they still there's like the cool thing about Pennywise is they, you know, on their CDs they're fast, but on live they're faster. It's crazy, you know. So, um, I had a good time. I only ate maybe probably a few tacos because the taco line holy shit it was like <laughs> long as fuck it was so by the time i got to a like the entrance to get something to eat like it's probably like an hour and another half Jesus. hour waiting for my tacos so <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it was just a lot of people it was outdoors it was a lot of fun um offspring were pretty good they were a little over the top though because they had all these stage like lights and fucking like you know you know when you go to like a, a concert and they got like flames like bursting out. Oh, uh, they have that. They have like a huge. They, like, they didn't have flames, but they had like you know like big like smoke machines that's like busting out like psh, like when they hit like a certain part of the song or something yeah. like that. You know, but I had a good time. You know, and um, I really don't know what's next. I mean, I think Warp Tour is the last Warp Tour of forever that this year, and the lineup hasn't been so good. I don't know if the lineup off the top of my head, but yeah, you ever been to Warp Tour? No, no, no. I almost went last year because Hailstorm was gonna play. But I didn't want to go to a huge festival to see one band. I did that when I saw 
Gojira. Those tickets were free though. But like when I when I saw Gojira, I talked about it already. But when I saw them, I was like, you know, at the show. Was, was that in like, Sacramento? Yeah, that was at AfterShock. Yeah. And when I saw them, I was just kind of like, you know, like I kind of like I'm happy that I got these free tickets from my friend, and you know, I, I thanked him profusely, and um, you know, I I was it was great to see Gojira. But I'm just like I I really. I don't ever want to go to a festival again to see one band because it's all fucking day. You know, it's it's not just like it's a two three hour event. It's a fucking like eight to ten hour fucking event, maybe longer, maybe twelve hours. And it's like, yeah, you're you're there all fucking day. And you know, I don't want to be there just for one band. However, though, this year's aftershock system of a downs playing, and I might actually sit through a bunch of bands I don't care about to see them because they're the band that got me into metal. I mean, there were other bands I was sort of listening to, like Ozzy you said, like Lincoln Park. Yeah, but, but like Linkin Park is like kind of what made me want to play music and like you know kind of sort of start a band. What made me want to sing actually was Linkin Park. I would say Trivium is the band that made me want to start a band. But I've seen Trivium once and they opened up for In Flames. Yeah, and I don't know. Have you ever heard Pantera's um, One Hundred One Live Proof album? Uh, no. Like they were quoting stuff from the live album that Pantera put out. So stuff that Phil Anselmo was saying live, he would say live on stage. He's like. All right, this next song, I want you to go to fucking ape shit right now. Tell him you want to see the lights go up. It's like, it's Every, like yeah, but everyone does that. No, no, no. But he was actually saying it line per line, like because they were doing Pantera stuff with it. So oh, well, they were good from what I remember. Know, I was like, there to see in Matt Flames, Heffy. But... Matt Heffy's kind of a tool, like as a, as a front man, he's kind of a tool. Um, but like I, I've seen them a couple times. I saw them at uh, Family Values in 20, 2007. and then I saw them. Again, at I think it was the second mayhem in two thousand ten, two thousand nine, and um, yeah, so that was cool. But yeah, uh, System of a Down's playing um, at AfterShock, and I might sit through a bunch of bands I don't care about to see them. Cause I like, want to go check that out. They were the band, yeah. Like I said before, they were the band that got me into metal because, um, you know, I never really, you know, one hundred percent really liked metal before. And really listen to it a lot like I do now, and like System of Down kind of like introduced me to all that, amongst other bands. Um, that was actually the first song I sang for real. Uh, Byob was the first song I sang for real. Like I would always sing like songs in falsetto, you know, like up here, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I never actually tried to sing sing anything before. And then uh, fucking Byob's, um, you know, everybody's going to the party. Um, I did Darren's part. I don't know how to pronounce the guy's last name, but like the guitarist, I did his part. And like I sang it for real once, and I was like, and my friends all looked at me like, wow, that was good. You for, can actually sing. For a 12-year-old, you know, like, that that was good. And I was just like, really? They're like, yeah, that was really good. And I was like, oh. You should start movies, kid. Well, they were just kind of like, yeah, man, like, you know, you should, like, be in a band or something. And I was like, oh. And then the next year, I started my band. We weren't really anything until a couple years later, but, like, yeah. Um, so I might sit through that. But as far as shows we got coming up this year, what is it? We got um, Insomnium is playing on June 5th. Um, a few days after my birthday, uh, fucking Alestorm and Go- and not Gojira, Alestorm and Wardruna back to back. Alestorm's uh, Friday, Wardruna Saturday. Now Wardruna's not metal, but I think I've showed them to you. They're like Viking, folk, goth, Celtic shit. <laughs> They're fucking amazing. And um, yeah, I'm a lot excited. of those bands are coming out now because of the the Viking. I mean, you know, I say this because you know we have like say for example movies like Thor. Or um, show Vikings shows and Vikings and, and and everything like that, like you know how like vampires are in. It seems like Vikings are becoming the new thing. Yeah, if you think about it, because no, you it see is. all these you see all these new 
biking metal bands like start emerging out of nowhere well they're getting popular because a lot of these bands have been around for a long time but like now that the show vikings has come out and everyone's getting into it you know the aesthetic is getting like more popular and viking folk i mean i never thought i'd see where you're gonna come out here there's such a niche yeah. band and they're fucking like i saw a live video i'm thinking to myself like i feel like this is gonna be like when i see them live i feel like it's gonna be like a tad underwhelming just because it's gonna be you know live it's not gonna be as at atmospheric but, like, that's really fucking cool that that small fucking band, a niche band with the, with the type of music that not a lot of people listen to, they're coming from fucking Sweden all the way to San Francisco, Regency, to fucking play a show. I think that's amazing. I think that that's so cool that they got, a, like, a big enough draw for them to come out to California. You know, like, I, I don't know. And so yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. We got some other ones coming up, too. I know the Slayer Farewell Tour is going on. I'm not going, though, because I don't have $300. That's three hundred dollars. That's that how show? much the tickets are now. Like resale Fuck. tickets are like between like two to three hundred bucks. And I saw that same. Crazy, I man. saw that same lineup already last year. I saw Slayer, Lamb of God, and Behemoth already. So yeah, it, we talked about that know, on one yeah. of our episodes. We, we saw Slayer, yeah. and I've seen yeah. Slayer like four or five times. So you know, I've seen him enough. You know, it's a shame I can't go. Yeah, three hundred dollars you know. though is pretty. It's pretty steep. Yeah, for a show. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, I don't really know. Besides, I I don't know. I mean. I've been finding out shows lately through Adrian or, um, you know, through you. Bands in Town. That's the app I use. That's oh, Bands in Town. I used that's to how have I find that out shows. I should put that fucking app. Dude, put it back, man. It's, it's a fucking great app. That's how I find out about most of the shows. It's like, do you know that Amon Armoth are playing in Santa Rosa? <laughs> oh, if they played Santa Rosa, I'd lose my shit. Yeah, that's actually one of the Viking bands I first ever heard. And yeah, then I watched their too. videos and I was like, this is, this is ridiculous, but this is so fucking cool at the same time. Cause it's yeah. like fantasy metal. It's like these guys just aren't like whipping their hair around. They're like, they got fucking trolls and goblins and shit in their videos. And, yeah, and they're singing about fucking Thor and, and, you know, Loki and Odin and Valhalla and yeah. being Vikings. And it's like goofy and fun. And yeah, you know, um, before I actually got into them, maybe I mentioned this already on the show before I got into them, uh, when I was about 17, a friend of mine's like, Hey, I got an extra ticket to see a Monomarth. Their album, um, searcher rising had just come out. And it's like, hey, it's just Amon Amarth. They're doing two sets. It was a four-hour show, all their music. And um, I was like... All their music? All, all, well, not every single album. What I, what I mean is like they did two sets, four hours. It was all them, no warm-up bands. So if they did two sets, basically, would they play a whole different set the second time? They played the, their new album first. Okay. They played the whole new album, I think, from start to finish. I don't know if they played it in order, but they played it from start to finish. And um, then they... The second one was like just songs from other albums and, you know, Twilight of the Thunder God and Guardians of Asgard and all that. <laughs> the Boy Frost. But yeah, um, that was the first time I ever saw them live. And like I said, I wasn't really into them, but it was a fucking great show, man. Yeah. It was so fucking cool. They were so good. Um, yeah, that was a that Anything was a else show. this year so far that you're looking um, forward there's to? There's some other bands to, you know, that I kind of forgot about right now, but we'll, we'll talk more about yeah. music. Um, th those are just to name a few. We but, got a um, whole rest of another year to kind of oh, cover yeah. up stuff. So, but by the way, man, what did you feel about that new God of War game that you played just briefly on the PS4? So yeah, folks, I don't have a PS4 because I'm an asshole, and so uh, I played it. For You're like, gonna get it. I'm going to get it. We're gonna get some. We got some new stuff we got to get for the podcast as well as for my musical project. But um, I'm gonna get a PS4 eventually and you know play it. But I, you know, Jason, you brought it over the other yeah. night, and uh, just just from that like fucking 20 minutes that I played, dude. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. I know, and I, dude, I, really... I have a friend right now, uh, my friend Kyle Sullivan. You buff ass motherfucker. I hope you're listening to it. Um, he's great. 
he fucking um he's been playing the game hell he told me he's like dude i like i had an hour before going from my first job to the job i'm at right now and like i went home and played for 40 minutes and then i quickly came to this job now to work like he's like squeezing it into anytime he has like a minute any to free kill, time he's going he, and playing he it. turns on the fucking game and he fucking goes to the gym and he's fucking jacked and so he just he makes time for everything that guy's a beast but uh like, yeah on he, the kratos he diet he's on the he is on the fucking kratos diet he is fucking <laughs> huge dude i fucking god i'm, yeah, I'm shit, so envious you know, the thing is though is that yeah i'm a huge god of war fan uh, we both are and when i first heard about the new game coming out for ps4 i was excited at the same time i was like you're gonna be fucking way up in the sky when knowing that the game is based all in Norse mythology. You know? And I've been playing God of War since the first one, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I love God of War, and um, this game, I, I'm not going to spoil it for you because you still haven't seen a lot of their shit that I have seen, but you're going to be surprised. There's oh, I know. Of, there's a I, lot of surprises. I have seen, like, pictures the and shit, The story is fucking amazing. It's so good. Um, and the cool thing is, is it actually added more into the game now. It's got more of, a, like, an RPG element. You get, like, certain items. You can put them into different items. You know, you can go on separate other missions. It's a big map. You can go wherever you want. You know, go to all these different kinds of realms, which are cool, That's from the cool. World Tree. Uh, I'm only gonna say one, Jotunheim, because Jotunheim, of course, of course, you go there, of course. And I love the fact that you know, throughout the entire game, when you're playing through certain parts, everyone's just like, you know, talking about, I gotta go back to Midgard, or you know, Health Helfheim, or is that how you say it? Helfheim, I don't know. I've never. I've it's never like really the hell of word. like. Uh, oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah it's of that. But yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, some good shit. <laughs> some stuff's been happening lately. Uh, but we are back, and. Uh, we're going to hope to deliver some more episodes to you guys soon, whoever listens to this, uh, you 12 people out there. But um, It's being generous, 12 I people. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know because it's, been, it's, it's tough because, you know, like we said, you, you get your friends or you, you post stuff and people say, oh, yeah, I'll listen to it. Or, you know, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But, you know, anybody that listens to this, I will give you the fattest BJ ever. And if you're a girl, I'll just I, I hope that, I'll okay, we have it. We have it in a recording right now. Jason will give you a blowjob yes. if you listen to the podcast. So, all right. Yes. All right. And I know on that note, man. let's talk about <laughs> Infinity War, finally. Let's get um, into Infinity War. So, yeah, we were we're really excited about this. Now, uh, we saw this Thursday night. We saw, as, as, of, as of this posting and recording, this movie will be out for about a week. But we saw it um, opening night, yes. Yeah, we saw opening night, um, first showing. Yeah, let's, let's talk about our let's our talk about our experience. first showing experience. and then i'll tell you about my second experience okay so oh my god so um we saw the first showing at the roxy uh here in santa rosa and we basically got up close to the screen because there was a lot of seats that were it was just jam-packed when we got in there i was there like probably yeah, like you got there 40 minutes 40 early. minutes early and it was still full you know the seats you got they weren't fucking horrible but like you know they weren't great obviously and you no. know that's not your fault it was just too fucking packed but yeah, no. they, it wasn't bad because if like I had seats like that in an IMAX theater, fuck that. Because I remember I went to go see uh, uh, Interstellar uh, when that was first out. And uh, I remember we went to the IMAX screening in San Francisco. And so me and my buddies walk in and there's like it's packed. And so we're like, okay, our seats are right there. And I'm literally looking up with your head tilted so back. far back. And it, like their feet, their legs were bigger than their head. It was just like a weird effect. And I'm, I, I just turn over to the guys. I'm like, we can't see this movie like this. This is fucking, this is dog shit. Like, why yeah. don't we just go to a later showing or something? But um, anyways, yeah. So 
we uh, had our movie experience ruined a little bit because of some bullshit that was happening in the theater. Now, I personally was trying to pay attention to the film more than anything. And I, I noticed that there was some guy in the back who's making a lot of noise. And this is kind of like um, flashbacks to Black Panther. Because when we saw yeah, Black Panther, so, we had another motherfucker yeah, who was let's going Let's talk nuts. about that for a minute. So we saw Black Panther. <clears throat> and on top of me being sick and literally half out of it, I guess someone was talking during the movie and someone basically was just like, you need to shut the fuck up, man. Blah, blah, blah. You know, don't be a stereotype. So I assume since they said that this was a black person talking and this was a black, another black person yelling at them. So I assume it was like, hey, don't be a stereotype. Don't be that black guy who talks in the movie. Shut the fuck up. We're trying to watch a movie that only lasted for like a second, though. That was like, you know, a second of just like yelling for and then it never happened again. This, however, was different. So we're watching the movie, and I'd say about 40 minutes in, all of a sudden I hear, hey, no, 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 hey, wait, no, 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 stop that. Wait. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? This is this is not happening on screen. This is in the audience. And we're like, what the fuck is going on? And I just see this fucking dude. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck this movie. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just standing there, and all of a sudden the whole theater's erupting. Like, oh, come on, shut the fuck up. Get out of here, you fucking twat. Oh, fuck you. Get out of the fucking theater. Yeah, shut the fuck everyone up. was kind of getting pissed. And then he like leaves the theater, you know, and so it's like, okay. And that lasted maybe like 30 seconds uh, to maybe like a minute, which is a long time when you're watching a movie. And then like 20 minutes later, it happens again. And this is during, uh, you know, this is during the scene with Thor and Rocket Rocket. when they're talking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That whole scene was ruined for me because I, I, you know, the guy started up again. The guy comes back and this time this little bickering fight, whatever, goes on for like five minutes. And, like, you know, eventually, you know, I see droves of people leaving the theater. And, you know, of course, everyone's trying to be a hero and be like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. Um, And then eventually the guy and I guess his friend leave. And, of course, the whole audience erupts. And, um, you know, I was happy, too. And I was like, okay, finally they're fucking gone. I'm like, I just missed that whole scene. It's okay. I'm probably going to see this movie again. Then, um, so on top of us sitting a little too close and kind of hurting my eyes, like, all this shit's going on, right? And then... The movie stops and the lights come up and the manager comes in and he's just like, hey, just letting everyone know, you know, we handled it. The cops are here. And on one hand, that's cool. That's cool that they did that because a lot of times when there's incidents in theaters, um, you know, whether something's done about it or not, people are always like, they didn't do anything because, you know, maybe they didn't see it. They didn't see anything be done about it or nothing was done at all. And so it was it was it was people complain about that shit a lot that a movie theater, even if like the sound is like low. And you're like, oh, it's too high. You go outside and like, hey, hey, man, can you like turn it down or can you like turn it up? It's yeah. kind of, it's kind of loud. So yes, I do appreciate the fact yeah. that he came out there because when the movie stopped, I'm like, are we having another fucking fire? Because I thought some shit was well, gonna. Well, happen. I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, so either they're pausing the movie and they're just gonna come in and maybe check it out. Maybe they think the guy's still in there, or like. They're gonna kick everyone out. Like, sorry, hey, we're stopping the movie because shit got real, and we need to cl- we need to clear the theater out. Uh, it was neither of those. Thank God, he was just coming in and telling us, you know, hey, we we got it handled. We're gonna resume the movie and give you guys a free admission ticket, but we got it handled. And um, there was one guy in the audience who just was like, "Can you just start the fucking movie?" And on one hand, you know, it's like, "Hey, man, you should appreciate that this guy's doing this." But on the other hand, I kind of agreed. I was like, "Yeah, like, I don't need any more distraction. Just start the fucking movie again." And they started it, you know, from where we left off, and we finished it to the end. Um, the second time I saw it, I gotta hear about. It. I haven't heard about this. Yeah, so he, he hasn't this. heard this yet. Um, so I get there earlier. Or about in the same time, I got there about forty minutes early. This was a Saturday. The movie's been out for a few days, and it was in a smaller theater, so it wasn't. There was no one in there when me and my friends got there. And um, what show 
What uh, theater did you go? It was Roxy. We saw it at Roxy again okay. because I don't feel like reserving my fucking seats at airport. Um, actually, tried the all the seats were all the good seats were taken. But um, what happened was you know we get in and there's no one there, and then you know eventually it got you know a decent amount of people in there, and it's good that we got our seats, otherwise we would have been sitting up front again. And so we um, we're watching the movie, everything's good, and then like maybe maybe twenty minutes in, thirty minutes in, one of the characters tells a joke, and everyone laughs. And I hear what sounded like a sheep bleating, you know, like, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Peter Griffin and I thought to in myself, the fucking oh. audience. <laughs> well, I thought to myself, oh, there's like a, you know, disabled person in the audience. I honestly thought it was like someone with a really goofy laugh or like someone who had like a mental problem or whatever. And I'm like, oh, there's just like a, there's a, like a special person or someone who's with a goofy yeah, laugh yeah. in the audience. So I didn't think anything of it. And then like 10, 15 minutes later, it happens again. This time they wait till the audience stops laughing and then they're just like, nah, like really fucking loud. I'm like, oh, that's a that's a fucking little troll. I'm like, not again. I'm like, can I, <laughs> not just, again. Can I just watch this fucking movie? Like, oh my God. And then they did it a third time, but this time they were a little quieter about it. And, you know, and then they stopped for like 50 minutes. You know, this movie's like three hours long. They stopped and I was like, okay, they're, they stop. They're done. They're not doing yeah. it anymore. However, every time, and this kind of sucks because I was on edge still. Like every time someone told a joke, I would giggle, but then I would be like, uh oh, is that fucking kid going to do that? And then eventually, during one of the funnier jokes, yeah, he did. I'm just like, like fucking, god damn it, dude. And so, you know, eventually I'm like, meaning myself, like, all right, this guy is going to do this at the end of the movie, isn't he? Like, you know, and we're going to get into spoilers in a bit, folks, so be prepared for that. But I'm like, this guy is going to do this at the end of the film, during the most intense part of the movie. Like, watch, they're going to do it. And right when the screen goes black, the kid does it, you know? And so finally someone fucking gets up and they're like, fuck you. You ruined the fucking movie for everyone. You fucking little shit. Get the fuck out of here. I will fuck you up. Like him and his little friends, like get the fuck out of here. Don't fucking go to movies anymore. You piece of shit. And like me and like a few, me and a few people were like, yeah, fuck those kids. Like, yeah, like good. Like, I'm really glad someone said something. And like, it was just some little fucking teenage little cunts, you know? And like, you know, they're, they're leaving the theater and this guy's just fucking behind them, just yelling in their fucking ear. And I'm just like, Good. On one hand, yeah, he kind of exploded, but on the other hand, it's like, yeah, I'm I'm happy someone said something. Well, you think and I'm happy it wasn't during the movie. Like, I'm really happy I didn't have to sit through like a scene getting ruined again because of some dumbass yeah, bullshit. Yeah, I mean, this the thing is, you pay movie, you pay money to go see a movie, you want the best movie experience, and that's the whole point of sitting in a movie. You be quiet and you watch the film, and when people ruin it for you, it ruins your experience. So it's like, well, fuck, I, I either try to get a refund or i'm just gonna have to go see the film again and pay more money that's why a lot of people these days don't really go to the movie theater if you notice like it's more of a thing where people just stay home and they'll wait for the movie to come out on blu-ray or you know digital and and watch it that way even though i believe some films need to be seen on a big screen like say something like infinity war for example i can't just wait for that shit to come yeah on, like, no fucking, i i would i would have yeah, of course i would have not waited for screen it. yeah so, the only reason, though, that we, you know, I didn't tell you to go to airports because, you know, we had a group of friends who weren't sure about going. And, you know, getting assigned seating is a pain in the ass, especially when you're in a huge group. And, no, it's the problem is that, like, you, especially when you're going on opening weekend, you get a bunch of, like, low IQ trash that decides to go in. And whether they're young kids or they're drunken fools or they're crazy people, whatever, you're getting a bunch of, like, you know, fucking just you're getting, you're getting the, the lowest of the low of the Joe Schmo audience member. Right. <clears throat> and so. Like that's like always the shitty thing about going to like a say a horror film on opening weekend or a big oh, budget that's the movie worst. like this 
is you're getting like you just you get some fuckers who are like yo let's get fucked up and go see the movie or just weird people who are like let's go see the fucking movie and then yeah shit like this happens now granted this is the besides black panther and that guy talking this is the first time i've ever been in a theater where like shit's gotten real to the point where they had to stop a movie or someone's bleeding like a sheep and they get screamed at like i've i've seen a couple little arguments in theaters and when i lived in vallejo i actually i was seeing i remember i was seeing the first hulk the eric banna hulk and there was some little shit in the audience, and I was like nine, and I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" He's like, "Fuck you!" I'm like, "Fuck you, motherfucker! Shut up!" And like that yeah. movie can be ruined for me because it's bad. Yeah, movie. I know that was a horrible movie. <laughs> As a kid, I loved it, but <clears throat> yeah. And so, like you know, shit. it's the shitty thing about seeing these big movies in theaters, and also, like you said, yeah, no one goes to movies anymore because movies are like in Santa Rosa are eleven bucks. In L.A., they're 12, 13, 14 fucking dollars to see a, a basic fucking movie after matinee. I mean, that's ridiculous. And most movies, as we've talked about, that come out now are trash. Like, they're fucking horrible for some reason or another. Or they're bland. That's the worst part is, like, most movies you see now are bland. We saw um, Quiet Place. And I got to get into that really quick um, to say what you're going to say. Cause... No, yeah, I was just going to say it was, a, it was like a good movie, but that's all I have to say, really. It's just like, yeah, it was good. It's really easy to go, hey, like... You know, what's an acceptable amount of noise these people can make? Why are they doing this? How come the government couldn't take down some creatures that can't see but can hear everything? Why don't they just, like, there's a lot of, like, if basically what some people call the no fun police. Like, the moment you start thinking about it, the movie's not good. Yeah. It, or it sucks. But I, I think it was a good, solid movie, but that's all I can say. And it, it didn't, like, when I saw it, when I saw the movie, I wasn't like, oh, yeah, man, I fucking, like, oh, it was one of the best movies I've ever seen. It's like, no, it's just a survival monster movie. I've seen this. Like, yeah, yeah it was it was done differently, and I liked that, but it's like, eh, nothing special. And that, unfortunately, most movies are like that now. They're either, like, horrible, or they're like, eh. And you come out, and you're just like, I just feel like I ate, I feel like I paid, like, 30 bucks for a meal at a restaurant, but I'm not full, and it was bland. And it's like, fuck. I think that actually the only point on that film I was going to talk about was, if you're talking about people making noise, and I know you don't do it that much but when you and stefan get together you're just like a couple of fucking kids oh we chimp out it's great we're just we're and we're my, just... i laugh so fucking hard i almost tried to not laugh hard but that scene where she hits the fucking gas light and it goes down and he just for a second goes just he like, just like burst into laughter yeah I, I asked him i was like why why did you do that he's like i don't know it was just so unexpected and it just i just started I just, laughing me and adrian were just looking i'm like oh my god this is so because a movie like that you have to be quiet it's literally the quiet place, but the movie is literally just yeah. It's quiet. mostly there's no dialogue. Or so even if noise people are talking matter. during that film, or whatever, it's it's distraction. But anyways, let's get into Infinity War. Yeah, we're about a half hour in. Let's start talking about the movie. There's a lot to talk about with this film. Yeah. Um. First off, like we said, we went to the movie theater. We had our experience fucked up. So I saw it twice. You saw it twice. Yes. So um, I'm gonna get into it really quick here. Uh, when I first saw trailers for this film, actually, fuck the trailers. Um, the trailers are good, but before that. We've been knowing now that this has been building up. Right. I Ten think, years in the I making. think ever since we saw the first Avengers with Thanos at the end credits, no one knew that was going to happen. And then when they started introducing the Infinity Gems. They've been doing it since before that. At the end of Thor, the first movie, in the after credit sequence, uh, Nick Fury shows that professor. The that, Tesseract. Like, yeah, he shows on the Tesseract. So it's like, bam. Infinity Actually, the Gems. Tesseract was in the first Captain America movie, too. No, yeah, but that was after Thor. After Thor, yeah, yes. Yeah. But I'm saying... We didn't really know that there was an Infinity Stone in that Tesseract. Yeah, I didn't know that. Only like super nerds know that. I know like huge Marvel fans know that, but I didn't know that. I just yeah. thought, I thought that was the gem, or, or I didn't even know about Infinity Stones. But yeah, after Avengers, they show fucking Thanos, 
And then I'm like, who's Thanos? And so I do all this research, and I'm like, oh, okay, so he's a he's a Titan thing. He's obsessed with the the creature, this this creature death. He's obsessed with this like death as a girl, I guess, in the comics. And he's like obsessed with her. A figure and he loves of death, her. yeah. He loves death. Yeah, and so like he wants to please her. So yeah, he wants to like wipe out everything. You know, he does it to impress her. That was his reasoning yeah. about. We're we're obviously getting the spoilers. Obviously, we can't fucking talk about this movie. Yeah, this mo- this is a straight spoiler review. So, uh, so get if out you now. haven't seen it, if you haven't seen shut it. Shut this fucking thing off. Go see the movie twenty times. Come back and listen to this if you want, or watch the dozens and dozens of videos on YouTube of people just. I've been seeing videos uploaded daily of someone putting more stuff up on on uh, their channel about Infinity War, like hidden cameos, blah 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 blah. And it's okay. like they're just getting that's too much. So they're, they're, deep into yeah, it, it's like it's a much. fucking movie. Um. The good thing I liked about this film, though, it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. It didn't really feel like it had much of a cliffhanger. I mean, if you think about it and all, it's it was a, a finished movie. And the only difference was the bad guy won. And it's a part one, too. But it it's felt a, like it's a really, finished It didn't feel movie. like part one, but at the same time, it was a full movie. The yeah. bad guy won, though. So if you say, yeah. oh, that kind of felt weird, but we not, we're not used to seeing that kind of shit. You know? so, I, well, I was really happy the movie ended the way it did because I... So here's my prediction of what the movie was gonna be, right? This is this is this didn't none of this happened at all. This is before this before even the trailers dropped. Okay. I predicted because of the events of Civil War. I'm like the whole. I'm like okay, the first half of the first movie is the band's gonna get back together, right? Tony Stark and, and Steve Rogers are gonna reunite and this and that, and everyone's gonna reunite and and you know you know get past their differences to fight a common enemy, blah blah blah. And, like, I don't have a huge, like, grand, like, plot detail of what I thought was going to happen. But I thought that's going to happen. And then Thanos is going to get all the Infinity Stones. And then, you know, oh, shit. And then, you know, credits, right? That's what I thought was going to happen. I was like, oh, yeah. And maybe a few people are going to die. That's what I thought was going to happen. My expectations were exceeded. I was thoroughly surprised what they did. Um, I was very happy about it. And, um... I do have some some negative things to say about the movie, but um, I want to talk about what I liked first um, because this movie uh, definitely, like I said, it exceeded my expectations. Yeah, no, I did too. Um, you not knowing much about Thanos, um, I don't know a lot. I know not a lot um, because I'm not like a huge Marvel fanboy. I mean, I'm not a fanboy of any of that kind of stuff. I like DC. I like Marvel. I like Image Comics. Um, I kind of knew because Infinity War, the original story, came out like in the late '80s, and uh-huh. I remember um, reading it, and it was it was interesting because you know it was this like seven part, eight part comic storyline, a little different than the movie. There was some, there was of like, course sprinkles of stuff that they did for the there's movie, other characters but, that are in the comic yeah. that haven't been introduced in the movies yet. Um, like one of the things that was really f- fucking funny about the comic book was, um, you know, since Thanos has the reality. They're called gems in the comics. I'm calling them gems in the movie. They're calling stones. Um, is that Wolverine actually gets a shot in him? Like he hits him in the chest with both his claws. Didn't kill Thanos, and then he just thinks it, and then you see Wolverine's body just limp because he turned his adamantium skeleton into sponge. <laughs> so he's just a walking sponge, and he it's, he can't do shit. Like the claws <laughs> are sponge. <laughs> so yeah. So and you know he turned like. Uh, do you know who Nova is? I know the name, yes. Uh, he was flying right at Thanos, and he thinks something, and he turns him into fucking colored bricks. So when he's flying at him, before he hits the punch, he just turns into a bunch of bricks and just flies right through. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, I mean, like, yeah, when you have all six of the gems, you're you're basically God. You're a God. You, you, are, the, you are what they would call the Christian God of, like, you can just bend reality and, and do whatever you want in the snap of your fingers, which this movie shows, you can wipe out half the universe. 
Um, yeah, no, you know, like I, when I heard about Thanos, you know, being introduced, I'm like, okay, another fucking doomsday. Like I, I what I assumed is I'm so evil and I am, and you are good and I am evil and good must die. And I'm going to destroy the universe because it is my destiny. And just like something, I just, I, I predicted it was just going to be like fucking, but... <laughs> fucking dumb and and just like you know another villain of the week where it's just like you know we got to stop the bad guy and we got we got to get the destructo cubes from him and we got to stop big the big guy yeah, right and that. i was i was just so worried that was going to happen and i i said to myself okay i know it's going to be good but it's not going to be i said to myself it's not going to be like exceptional or great because in the end it's just they got to follow that formula but once again i was surprised cuz it's like no he he wants to wipe out half the universe but he wants to do it First of all, as of now, death, the character death has not been introduced, and I don't know if she ever will be. But she's not That'd been be a little too weird if they did that. I yeah. Mean, yeah. But I mean. as of now, it's like he did it because, you know, he, he came from a planet that, you know, there was too many people and they had too little resources. And he proposed, he says, he's like, I propose that we do a random extermination. We do a mass ex extermination and we do it by random. We don't, we're not choosing people by race or, or uh, class. We're just picking whoever. And they're like, no, you're crazy. Fuck you. And then his planet collapsed. Um, and so, like, because of that, because of the way he lived, he's just like, I don't ever want to see that happen to the universe again. I feel like it is my duty as, you know, I guess a humanitarian, <laughs> intergalactic <laughs> humanitarian to to save the universe from from itself. And so I have to get these yeah. gems and I have to do that. And, um, you know, this, you know, this is basically this had a lot of Thanos character development. And I was super surprised. If like, you think I, about it, he yeah. felt like a fucking like. I'm like, this is like a this is like a character with three dimensions, and I understand him, and I know why he's I know why he's doing it, and and I was like, you know, I I fucking like I get it, and I'm just like, wow, like you know, I know my, like I I'm feeling something. It's not just like I'm so evil. I was really really like I was really surprised by that. Did you feel though? This is something I felt. This movie was more of a Thanos movie. Yeah, I, I've seen a couple of reviews where they're like, yeah, this movie is about Thanos. Not so much the Avengers, and it kind of is. And I'm really happy because besides Guardians and the uh, the cliffhanger at the end of Avengers: Age of Ultron, we know nothing about Thanos. We know nothing at all, unless you're a comic book. Fan. Yeah, of course. Like you know, it, yeah, you have to approach these. I always approach the movies as if I've never read a single comic. As of as an, as of before the movie, like we knew nothing about Thanos, and I was like I said, I was just worried that we weren't going to get anything besides I'm evil. But it's like I'm no, evil. I'm so evil. But it's like no, we we got like a full backstory. We we know his motivation. We know that he loves Gamora as a daughter, and you know, and like you know that scene when he killed her. I was like, wow, like I'm. You fucking did it. You went there. This movie went there. You as a character went there. Like, holy fuck! And you know, seeing him cry, seeing that he has, I guess you know, whatever you would call his version of humanity. But it's like he has he has humanity to him. He has feelings. You know, it's like wow, yeah, he was conflicted to kill his daughter, but he did it. Well, he was telling her that nothing is going to stand in the way of my destiny, and I'm not going to let that happen. So he, um, to me, felt more humane than any other villains we've seen so far in the Marvel universe, yeah. as far as the MCU. Um, it gave him, like you said, more of character development, and you know we we kind of know a little bit more of his backstory, and like the the two minutes that we, you know, learned about um, Titan and right. what happened to Titan, uh, and his relationship with Gamora, uh, when he uh, shows the, the there's a scene in the film where it's a flashback to when she's like a little girl, 
and he's pretty much like uh, doing the same thing like he was doing on Titan. He's proposing that we kill half of this population. Yeah, he he killed like half her people and shit. And it was the same thing. They had like almost no resources left, and there was too many people, and so he wiped half them out. Yeah. So he took her, and according to him, he saved the planet. He's like, now because what I did, because of what I did, no one goes to bed hungry. It's a paradise. Yeah. Everything's great. It worked. And now he could have been lying, but I would, I would be really cool if Gamora. Well, if there, she comes back, Gamora goes to her planet and sees like, yeah, everything's fine. Like he yeah. saved, he did it. He saved the planet. Yeah. So he did. He thinks what he's doing, in his mind, is like the it's the good thing to it's do. It's the final solution. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably doesn't know in his brain that I'm a bad guy. Like, I, I what I'm doing is right. Well, know? that's, you know, this is something I learned about playing Assassin's Creed, the first game, is that, you know, you know, he's fighting these villains and he's killing these guys and he's asking them why you're doing this. You're evil. And they're like, I'm not evil. I'm doing this to save blah, blah, blah. I'm doing this for the good of, like, like people, you know, villains in movies, what makes them so interesting is that they believe, generally, what makes them so interesting is that they believe what they're doing is right. And there's conviction. And it's like, no, like, I'm... I'm right. You're wrong. Sure, my methods might not be exactly kosher, but no, like this, this needs to be done. This is for the good of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you know, that makes it interesting, you know, and sometimes, you know, they, they simplify it too much to the point where it's bland. But generally, that's what makes a villain to me more interesting. Um, obviously, characters like the Joker can sometimes be very appealing if they're written right. Because it's like, I'm only doing this because fuck everything and because I want to see the world burn. I was going to say the Joker because he doesn't really have a reasoning to do what he does. Well, actually, he, if you, I mean, my interpretation is he just wants to see Batman fail. He wants to break Batman in every sense of the word. He doesn't care about anything else. It's like, I'm not doing this because necessarily I want to watch the world burn. I'm doing this because I want to watch you burn and I want to watch your world burn because I, I'm fixated on it. I want to see you crash yeah. and burn, Batman. I don't really think that Thanos had an addiction to someone that he felt like, you know, I needed to do this because this one person's like... Yeah, you know, no, I, he doesn't come off as a joker but, at all. And I obviously, uh, I don't know enough about his comic book version. Of- yeah, I mean, the the thing is that the, the, the movie basically starts right off, right after, uh, right after... Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I, I got it. Stuck there, um, so yeah, we get the scene with the the Asgardian ship. It's destroyed, basically, or it's on the verge of being destroyed. Thanos uh, is pretty much he killed Heimdall, um, and he kills Loki. And uh, I don't really know exactly. I didn't really get into spoilers. Like I know there were people putting things out before the movie came out. I was trying to avoid everything about. Oh, that. I avoided the fucking trailers, dude. I, I I saw obviously I saw a couple because I saw a movie and then they would pop up in the theater, but like. Yeah, yeah. I, I avoided pretty much all the trailers. Like you're seeing this shit happen because you've obviously grown with these characters for the, like the ten years if you've been watching the yeah. MCU films. So seeing Loki die, we've seen him die before twice, this, technically. Like, yeah, but this is for real. You know, like he's got his neck snapped or whatever. Yeah. Um, and we get to see also uh, the children of Thanos, which is pretty dope. Uh, Ebony Maw was pretty fucking dope. Who? The the older guy with the, <clears throat> oh, the Squidward. Brain power. Yeah, Squidward. Squidward. That that was that was a great joke. Yeah, Tony Stark uh, makes a joke at him, folks. If you haven't seen the movie, and he uh, he's he's just like, "Get lost, Squidward," and that that's probably the best joke in the movie. <laughs> no, oh, there's also a true. lot that's of shit. True. No, that's not the funniest joke, but um, the whole scene, you know, Spider-Man coming out, and it was funny because when he's on the bus, he's like, "Cause a distraction." And then um, Ned the goes, "Everyone's gonna die. We're all, We're gonna, all die. gonna die." And it was so perfect. Yeah, it was perfect too. Um, but it was really cool. I mean, we get to see. Doctor Strange, you know, fight with Iron Man and Spider Man, and uh, him and Wong did some cool stuff. I like that scene where uh, Ebony shoots those like he makes like some kind of like um, 
spikes out of the pavement and he shoots at him yeah. and like i think wong opens one portal goes through that portal then they, they're playing a game of portal basically yeah. and then like uh strange uses another portal and it comes out of that portal and goes straight back to him yeah you know there's the it's here, so it moves so fast but it's so fluent but it's yeah. like whoa here here's what i liked about the movie and i i have a pretty uh i guess a coherent list it's like obviously the plot was was you know was pretty good I, I, I wouldn't say it was perfect. I thought it got a little messy every now and again. Yeah. But, you know, good plot. Um, obviously, you know, the acting's solid across the board. Um, you know, the CGI for what, you know, for 2018 standards is great. I have some complaints about it, but we'll get into that in yeah. a bit. Um, the fucking ending. Yeah. The fucking ending where they just kill half of everyone. <laughs> like, they kill half the game. Yeah, I was going to actually ask you, what, out of all the deaths in the film, which one affected you? Of course, Spider-Man. Because it was the most human one. Because it's like you're seeing this child, basically, like beg, like I don't want to die. Please help me. I don't want to die. I don't want to go. He kept saying, "I don't want to go," and he's like crying. And you're just seeing this kid beg for his life, and he just dies. And it's like that's fucked up. And I remember when we saw the movie the first time, people like were sniffling and shit. Stefan, I'm pretty sure I saw a couple tears. Are you fucking serious? I'm pretty sure I saw a few tears. Yeah, like I was. Yeah, it, it was a really emotional death. Like, and it was cool, like to watch everyone just kind of turn to ash. You know, yeah. yeah, and like that was all that was perfect because they did something that these movies have never done before. Like I said, even before the trailers, I knew someone was going to die. Okay, someone's going to die, but I didn't know it would be on such a scale. Um, and so it was really nice to see this movie go there to take that fucking step because but you know they're going to bring him back. Of it's course, kind of yeah. Like... Well, that's the see. Okay, so that's one of my complaints is like you know they're just gonna. Like you said, you saw pictures of like them filming now, and you're most and there's most likely going to be time travel, and it's like yeah, they're they're like they're probably going to save everyone, including Loki, and I'm fucking sick of Loki. But like, they're I don't really s- think it just depends. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm saying it just depends because maybe all the people that got killed with the the finger snap right come back. I mean, I don't know. It's like. <laughs> Gamora... They're going to come back because Black Panther and Spider-Man just started. Oh, no, yes, so, of course, yeah. because it'd be stupid. Because you know they already got other movies coming out soon. Yeah. I'm saying, like, Loki or, like, Gamora because she got killed. Um, Do you think a lot maybe of the people who were killed by the snap are going to come back, but the people yeah, killed prior I think, won't? I mean, I'll have my, like, you know... Um, that's a good That's a good uh, prediction. Yeah, I think uh, my assumptions from the film, I mean, I, I I'm not going to get too, like, you know in depth with this but i think um <clears throat> the soul stone i think all the souls or all those people will probably get trapped in the soul stone and then somewhere uh in the second movie they get them out of it because uh that's what happens so the soul stone souls pretty much get extracted and put into that stone okay so like you know the character adam warlock no, uh, tell me about him a bit. Uh, Adam Warlock. Was he teased at the end of uh, Guardians, Guardians 2. 2? Okay, I thought so. He, uh, I don't know much about this character, but he broke out of the Soul Stone, uh, Soul Gem, but he was trapped in it. Right. So, yeah, so people can get trapped in this stone, Stone Gem, whatever. I'm going to keep on switching the words because I don't know which one to say because I'm like, Jam or is it Stone or what? Uh, yeah, potato, so he gets trapped yeah. in it and he, he breaks out, but I think all these people will come back obviously spider-man black panther i mean you just had a fucking mega hit with black panther and you just kill him off i remember i think it's what's the highest grossing superhero film ever or something i always hear that every single i think it is but i think um avengers infinity war got the biggest box office weekend opening of any superhero film from what i heard um 
the movie itself has made over seven million dollars already. Seven hundred million. Seven hundred million. Sorry, seven million dollars. Seven. <laughs> nothing. Million that's dollars. Nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. Nothing. That movie. Uh, that movie was like three hundred million bucks to make. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot of so money. They made a lot of money, and I was telling you this earlier, but um, found out this morning that this movie, just in the three or four days it's been out, has made more money than Justice League has made in its entirety. Well, yeah, of course. I'm not surprised at all by that. Justice League wasn't good, and no one, like, it's a joke. That's sad, you know? though, because that's like... We actually were able to get seats for Justice League <laughs> on our first night, okay? Dude, when I saw Fantastic uh, Four, Fan Four Stick, there was, like, three people in the theater opening fucking day. Wow. There were three people in I, the theater. I saw them in the theater, but I don't remember... How many people were in I it? laughed my ass off because I, well, I, I knew nothing about it being bad or about all the shit that happened behind the scenes. At the time, I didn't know anything like that. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm like, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, a decent movie. And, you know, it's like, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people fucking know it was there. Like, wow, holy shit. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised that all this movie made its money back and, and then some and, and then a lot because it's, you know, it, it was yeah. not only was it great, but it's like, you know, it. It's the most anticipated movie, like I said, of the decade, maybe the century. It's, you know, it. this is 10 years in the making. Yeah. It took 10 years to make. Um, but it's 10 years in the fucking making. And so, no, I'm not surprised yeah. at all. Because there's a lot of I don't that... think it's a, you know, I think I've told you my, like, my bad to great scale. I don't yeah. think it's a great movie, but I think it's very good. And, you know, if you want, I can get into what I didn't like about it. Well, um, yeah. Um, I mean, would you probably put this in your top three favorite Marvel films? Probably. I got to yeah. think about that because that's like top three. That's like Winter Soldier, Thor, Ragnarok, and then probably the first Avengers movie. Yeah. And all those movies are great. So if I have to put it in my top five, maybe it's like my number five or four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, before you get into your uh, dislikes about the film, I mean, did you feel for me, I didn't feel this uh, at all that the film was overcrowded. I think everyone had their fair share of screen time. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I felt like I was could have been more, worried was, about that. Dude, there was, like, there was like almost that. like no Steve Rogers like dialogue, though. You notice he didn't talk a lot. Uh, besides talking to Groot. <laughs> yeah, besides, like, you know, group discussion. Like, yeah, there wasn't, like, a, really any, like, personal scene of it's like, hey, you know, he's back. Like, blah, 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 you know. But, but I guess there didn't need to be because all the characters he was hanging out with, he'd been hanging out with for the past couple of years. Yeah. Now it's going to be it's gonna be interesting when him and Tony reunite. But, um, yeah, no, I... We have a good reason to reunite, though. Yeah, no, this, this is, is like... Affecting everybody. Okay, did you notice that they didn't kill the core Avengers? Yeah, I was going to say the OG Avengers, they haven't killed any of them. We yeah. don't know about Hawkeye. Yeah, what the fuck? Why wasn't he in the movie? You saw it twice, so... Or Ant-Man, but I guess that makes I think sense. they said in the film um, that both they, him and Ant-Man chose to stay on house arrest. Because oh, they wanted to be with their lines. families. Okay. So the next Marvel movie is Ant-Man and the Wasp, and that actually takes place before Infinity War. I was going to say, because it would be funny if like right at the end of Ant-Man, he's like, all right, guys, we did it. And then he just appears, <laughs> turns to ash. That's going to be so funny. Um, yeah, no, but uh, so they're on house arrest because that's what they chose. Because I don't, maybe Steve broke them out or cap. And well, he just, did. You see at the end of Civil yeah, War. Yeah, so he like, broke them yeah. out, but maybe they just said, I don't want to be like They on stay the in their cells. No, we don't want to run. Them. Yeah, yeah. They want to be on the run um, or something like that. So that's where they were because, you know, um, I think uh, Adrian was saying, where the fuck's Ant-Man? And I'm just like, I didn't see him in anything. And I'm like, he's, he's, he's as small as an ant, so maybe he's going to pop out of somewhere. Yeah, he's going to pop out of Thanos' gauntlet and then get squished. But this this was one thing, though. And I was sitting right next to you, and you're like, fucking, thank God they fucking did this, is when they showed Red Skull. Dude, I've been, okay, so he, 
he plays such a huge role in like the later comics of Captain America, especially Civil War and Death of Captain America. I was like, you can't just kill him. He has like he, in my opinion, he's not a throwaway villain. He's a really important yeah. fucking villain. And I'm like, you can't just fucking throw him away. And so yeah, you know, you see him go shoot into space at the end of First Avenger, and I'm just like, fuck, man. Like you know, and then you know, he never came back. So I'm like, okay, he's dead. He is gone. I expected him to come back in Civil War. I was like, dude, he's gonna come back, and then nothing. I was like, okay, he's gone. I said to myself, or I thought, he's like, dead. I thought in Winter Soldier. Um, or Winter Soldier, yeah. The Robert Redford's character is gonna peel off his face. That's just... what I. That's that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I thought he was gonna come back there, and then you know, I thought maybe in Civil War he'd come back, but I I was, I wasn't hoping for it. I mean, I wasn't anticipating it that much. Yeah, because he's not a throwaway villain. He's not. He's not. He's a pretty. And so big it was really cool. I'm like, okay, they brought him back on screen. Now this can either be like a quick cameo, because did you notice his face was CGI? That wasn't makeup. Well, it was a different actor too. Yeah, and that wasn't makeup, so it's like okay, that's not that's not a that's not like you know that's not Hugo Weaving, and that's not a person that's that's not live action. So it's like okay, so is he just a cameo and that's it, or the or are they bringing him back? They're introducing him again to bring him back. <laughs> we'll see. But no, when he came back, you saw me. I was like, fucking yes! Like I just screamed. Hey, at that point, there had been so much yelling in the no, theater. No, yeah, because I was right I next to you. I, I kind of got into it. I'm like, fuck yeah, because I've been like waiting for this guy to show his fucking ugly mug again. You know, it was like, yeah. where the fuck is Red Skull? Where the fuck is he? And um, it was so funny, too, because when they showed him, uh, Adrian leans over to me and she goes, um, I didn't know someone escaped from Azkaban. <laughs> I know, because he looked like a fucking Dementor. He's like floating and shit and like, you know, it was all magical. And I'm going to be, I'm curious to see, as to see what they're going to do with Red Skull. If they, yeah, if they bring him into the next film, because he, in the film, is the protector of the Soul Stone. That's what he is. Uh, and um, it was just kind of a breath of fresh air to see him because I'm like, well, you, you didn't forget about him. Yeah. You know? Um, and. I think with everyone getting their uh, screen time, which is great, uh, the film didn't feel too fast-paced for me. Um, I think the film probably focused a little bit more on certain characters more than others. I feel like I feel like Doctor Strange was really heavily focused on, which is cool because you know um, if you're thinking about someone that can stand up to Thanos, you know he's got all this magic. Definitely and a wizard, yeah, a wizard, you know. Don't embarrass me in front of the wizard. No. Also, uh, Bruce Banner had a bigger scene in this uh, in this film because you know everything we've seen him lately in was you know a lot of Hulk. You know we didn't see much of him in Ragnarok. No, and, well he comes back for a good amount in Ragnarok. Yeah, right? I'm saying there's I think there's probably more Hulk. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I was surprised because I was hoping that the Hulk was going to bust out, uh, especially when he. Was I'm glad he Hulk. didn't. I'm glad that they, you know, they didn't I blow was their thinking, like, I was thinking after the he already got beat by Thanos. Yeah, because I was thinking after the movie, the first time I saw him, I'm like, why the fuck didn't he come out? And I, he was scared because he got his ass beat. Yeah. He's never had that happen to him before. Yeah. So he's like, I don't want to deal with this shit. And it was just so funny when Ruffalo was having that argument with him. He's like, come on, you big asshole. You big green asshole. Yeah. yeah um, but the thing <laughs> is, is that the CGI in that looked horrible, though, because that, there was that scene where, like, the helmet was off and yeah, you see so, Mark Ruffalo in the suit. And it just looks so and bad. And his head's all wobbly. Let's talk about that for a minute. So okay. I've noticed in the Russo Brothers superhero films, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and this, the CGI is not great. Like, you look at the CGI in fucking, um, you know, uh, uh, the first Avengers and the second Avengers movie, and, and pretty much most of these movies, like... Everyone looks fine. Like even when it's like when you see Tony Stark's head and then his body's all CGI, like it looks fine. It looks real. It looks, you know, it, there's nothing really uncanny valley about it at all. But like I noticed this in the in Captain America's uh Winter Soldier. I was just kind of like, why does the CGI look so obvious? 
And then in in Civil War, like when you see Crossbones' face, he's not wearing makeup. It's like it's CGI, like you know, prosthetics. And I'm like, and it's like blurry too. Like maybe it's the way the camera is shaking or whatever. But I'm like, it's kind of blurry. Like I can't really see. I feel like I need glasses. Like how come I can't see his face that well, even with all the CGI? You got glasses on now. And I'm wearing. Well, yeah, back then I didn't need glasses. Now I'm wearing glasses. But it's like, you know, the CGI looks bad. And it looks a little unrendered and, you know, like they didn't put the finishing touches on it. And like, you know, when you see Tony Stark's head in Civil War on his CGI body, it's like all floaty and weird and it just looks awkward. And I'm like, what What the fuck? Like, you have the money to do this. Are you rushing your films? I mean, maybe the Russo brothers don't care that much about that, about the attention to detail. But it's very obvious. I mean, it's very, very obvious. Um, and it obviously bothers me because it's like, ah, I can tell that that's fake. Um and in this movie, especially, you know, you see Hulkbuster, you see uh, Tony Stark, you see um, uh, James Rhodes, you know, Rhodey in the suit. And it's like, yeah, same thing. You see their heads floating and it looks awkward it and looks weird. Really bad. Yeah. And, you know, that was obviously Thanos looks great, but that's because he's all CGI and probably they. I was going to say Thanos looks really good. I mean, he did. It's like he looked really like I was saying, like uh, Snoke in Last Jedi, like he looked really fucking good. Yeah. Like, no, was, Sno- like, Snoke really- looked great and Thanos looked great. Obviously, you know. It's obvious that it's CGI. It's really they say it's really really hard to make a face look real because it's yeah. just it's you know you just can't do all the things digitally that a face can do. I guess which I, over the years cool. though they're getting better and better at it. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, they're eventually going to do it to the point where we'll never notice. But no, yeah, I mean besides Thanos's face looking obviously you know animated, his body like you see his fucking arm at one point. There's like a close up shot like near his arm like it's a it's a, it's a over the shoulder shot someone else is talking to you see his arm you see like little hairs and shit I'm like look at that detail look at that attention to detail and the veins that are coming the veins and shit like yeah like you know this looks like almost like they're like a real fucking person you know that looks all glowy you know and I'm like I want to hug him I want to give him a hug and be crushed (laughs) you know but like no I want to get into what I didn't like now yeah go for it man we're almost we're we're about in an hour now but you know we're obviously gonna go over it's a fucking infinity award we're obviously gonna go over yeah Um, you know so yeah I obviously had a problem with CGI it's not fantastic but obviously it's very fucking good um i didn't really i thought the movie was a bit of a mess in terms of the plot like i said the plot was pretty decent but there was seeing it again now i was able to focus on it more i that scene where they go to the fucking dying star and meet peter dinklage that was that was just filler i hated that whole (laughs) fucking scene I was just. Oh, it's like, funny too because I was like, "Is that fucking Peter Dinklage? Holy yeah. shit!" And like you know, obviously his name was on the poster. It's like, "Ooh, who's he gonna be?" And I'm like, "Oh, he's a, he's a dwarf, isn't it funny? Because he's a dwarf in real life, and he's a giant dwarf, isn't it funny? It's not funny. It's dumb." And Peter Dinklage does a horrible English accent, including Game of Thrones. So not only is he did a really bad. Not deep only voice is he like, doing, yeah, he's trying to deepen his voice like, like this. this. And on top of that, they're digitally deepening his voice. And remember that one scene where he's standing there all awkward, and he's like, "You have to do the thing." And I started laughing. <laughs> I'm like, "Wow!" And when I saw it again, me and my friends that started means laughing. You're gonna die. You have to do the thing. A blah 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 plot explanation. And I was just like, "Oh my god, this is a joke! Like this is hilarious! It's a, it's a fucking joke." And I'm like, why are they focusing on this? Like, we haven't seen Thor use his powers without his axe or without his hammer since Thor Ragnarok. And I thought that was the... They fucked over Thor Ragnarok a few times, too. And I want to get into that. Like, okay. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, let's just, so let's it's focus like, back. So, you know, Thor Ragnarok's like, hey, it's not about the hammer. It's about the power within you, right? And also, like, Asgard's a, it's not a place. It's a people. They fucked that up. So, you know, first with the hammer, it's like he, he doesn't use his powers at all until he gets the axe. So it's like, what, what about that whole thing? Obviously, and then he gets his eye back. 
It was the point of fucking cutting out his eye. Uh, it was just that whole thing. Like, you know, they completely reversed what the Ragnarok It would be cool to have had the patch the entire movie. Yeah. And, like, you know, and that was the point. You know, he was supposed to be, like, his father, where, like, you know, you see him grow as a character. You see him go from kind of, like, this, like, this headstrong fucking, you know, basically man baby to this, like, wise, you know, king. And, you know, who doesn't rely on a fucking, you know, weaponry to to be to be the god of thunder. And I really liked that about Thor Ragnarok. There's a lot of growth for Thor. And in this, it's like, no, we're going to give him his eye back, which I, I was honestly kind of okay with it because he looks silly. Um, they, we give him his eye back, and we're getting his axe. And you know, he's not going to use his power, so he gets his new axe. And then, Stormbreaker. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know, and then that was yeah, it. Was so and, and I was just like, okay, and that whole scene ended. And fuck Groot. Fuck Groot. He's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Hey, look, it's funny. He's a teenager with the game. Like, that was funny in that beginning scene where you first see the Guardians and, like, you know, he's just like, I am Groot. Hey, with the attitude. That was yeah. funny. But, like, they kept it going. Like, they're on this fucking dying star trying to do the thing, and he's sitting there playing his Game Boy. And I'm like, I get it. He's a teenager. I get it. I think at this point, though, he'd put the game down and maybe try to help. Which, yeah, you know, he'd see him eventually pick up the axe, and, you know, he he finally does something important for a change. But, like, it just... He was kind of distracting in that regard, but it wasn't yeah. that bad. It, it didn't obviously ruin. He didn't really. It, he didn't really ruin it for me. I mean, I think there's gonna be less um, advertisement or like say like people buying teenage Groot toys and the baby Groot toys or something like that because you didn't see. You know, I'm glad we got out of this baby Groot shit because that was like pretty much just to sell toys. Well, yeah, I, I mean, so, the, that's another thing. Well, that's another thing about these movies that you can say is very negative, especially Star Wars. I mean, they're all about selling fucking toys, but that's one of the many. Yeah. I just didn't um, feel like he took me out of it, um, but I understand what you're saying because it's like, yes, um, Thor didn't need a weapon. I think the only reason I can come up with an idea of why he needed it is because it was to kill Thanos because it was a god killer weapon. Yeah. So obviously Thor got his ass kicked at the at the very beginning. You didn't see his ass getting kicked, but he was being dragged by Thanos, so obviously he couldn't stand a chance. Neither yeah. could fucking Hulk. So he probably fed, uh, he probably fed to himself. He probably said, I need a weapon, and this is the only thing that's going to work because he, you know, uh, Dinklage's character, I forgot his fucking name, um, made uh, the gauntlet for Thanos, which I didn't like either because it was like I thought the gauntlet was something that, like, I don't know. Well, no, you know, I actually kind of like that because it was like, you know, it's like, hey, like, I, you know, he's wearing a god weapon, and the only thing that can defeat him is another god weapon. And so, no, I thought that was fine, because I was like, where did Thanos get this weapon that he just crafted so, like, effortlessly to handle these gems? Is he just wearing a glove that handles the gems? But why was there a fake one in Odin's vault? If this was a weapon... I, you know, was... okay, so you know why I think they did that in, in go, getting back to the first Thor movie? I think they did that because they were trying to tease everyone, like, hey... And Ragnarok, they had it in Ragnarok. Well, yeah, but they used it as a joke. Yeah, but it's there. Yeah. It's there. It's I don't like, know. I, I don't know. Because when Hell is like fake and she knocks it over, yeah. so it's like if this was something just made well, I, I think for it was Thanos. continuity because it was in Thor one and like everyone know like that's a huge Easter egg in Thor one is is the gauntlet and so I think the point of that was like hey we need to acknowledge that it's here but we also need to acknowledge that this is not the real one and so I think that's why but <clears throat> now that you mentioned Thor Ragnarok again the whole concept of Asgard's a people, not a place, like, they completely threw that out of the door. Now everyone's dead. We don't know that. I think, I think, watching it the second time, I think we heard, I think I heard half of them got out. So, you're thinking about Korg, and you're thinking about um, Val hey, Valkyrie, you know, um, thinking that the fact that they're already dead, it's like, so I think probably what happened is maybe there were some space pods and they, they escaped off the I ship. I hope so. Because as soon as, like, you know, um, they left the, the ship, Thanos and, and 
the rest of his uh, brat pack. That, um, they, they exploded the fucking ship. So that's obviously why people were floating in air. But um, yeah, no, I mean, the intro, though, to when Thor came back was fucking epic. Oh, yeah. His his return scene was great. It no, was all awesome. that was great. I just I just felt like we should have gotten more of like we there should have been more continuity from Ragnarok where it's like, hey, you know, you got to learn to use your powers without a fucking weapon, you know, because you you that, the power is within you. And yeah, I really liked said. that. I thought that was very deep and philosophical. Um, same with the Asgard's a people, not a place. And I just I thought this movie threw that out the window and that really upset me. I was just kind of like, I really don't like that. I was almost checked out when they went to Wakanda. Really? Because first of all, I didn't like Black Panther. And so I was just kind of like, oh, cool. I'm going to get more scenes of Black Panther not having a character because he doesn't really have a character. And I don't hate Wakanda or anything, you know? Like, I don't want to sound like a racist. I don't hate Wakanda. I just mean, like, when the fight started, I was like, okay, it's, an, it's a fucking Avengers movie, right? It's, it's, we got to kill the, 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 the venom looking the, the things. Venom, the, the, the creature. We got we to gotta kill the, the faceless villains that no one cares about. We got to kill the, the mob of a villain. And, you know. Yeah, it was kind of fun. When I saw it a second time, I was like, okay, this is kind of fun, right? Obviously, the banter between Rocket and, and Bucky was great. How much for the gun? Not for sale. How much for the arm? I'm going to get that arm. I'm going to get that I, arm. I thought that, that was, was great. Amazing. That's amazing. Great. I've been thinking about that. It was that cool joke. because he's holding them and he's swinging them and he's like, da 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 It was just. Yeah, no, that was when I saw the movie again, I enjoyed that scene a little more. But, you know, I didn't like it. Like, I kind of thought it was just kind of filler because I'm like, the scene, you know, the, the fight scene that really got me was the, was the scene with, with uh, Team Stark and Thanos. Oh, that was a great Titan. scene because it had more stakes. I'm like, okay, we got to get the fucking gauntlet so we can stop this motherfucker. And, and if it wasn't for Star-Lord... I knew that was going to happen. I knew... I'm like, okay, once they once they start getting the gauntlet, I'm like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Peter Quill's going to say something, and then it started. So that was a little predictable, but I am but I liked it. You know, it was, it was predictable, but I liked it. Um, yeah, it was kind of cool that they all had, like... They all were holding him down. Yeah, Everyone they were all doing, all doing something. doing a certain even, different Even way. the fucking... The, the chick, the, feel, the feeling chick. I don't know her name. Mantis. The, Mantis. Even Mantis. Like, yeah, you're being useful. Good. Everyone in this scene is doing something of use. Um, Did you notice also... I, I really actually liked Iron Man's suit in this movie. It was like a liquid metal kind of thing. And it, if you yeah. pay attention, it formed... Like different objects, like he like his arms are turning into battering rams. Yeah, you know, okay, it's pretty so dope. I, I want to talk about that for a minute. So I do like that, and I know that's that's comic book continuity. I know he does that in the comic, but I don't know how I feel about where they're going with everyone's costumes because let's think about it for a minute. So Captain America's costume, his initial costume, was created in the forties. They didn't have any of that nanotech shit. They didn't have rocket boosters on boots. All you had was maybe some Kevlar plated. Armor, some Kevlar yeah. plated, basically like, World War Two shit, yeah, right. Sure, and I liked that. That makes sense, right? Uh, Except Black, for the Black shield, Panther's which was initial, different. The shield, yeah. Black Panther's initial thing, you know, when you first, when he's first introduced, he's like, "Yo, he has a, it's it's a suit. It's just a normal suit made out of vibranium, though, you know. But it, but it's not techie. It doesn't do anything magical like that. It's just a suit. He has to, he has to take his hands and remove the helmet." Yeah, and then and I know this is in the comic too, but it's like it's all just like I've noticed this, especially with the fucking new Spider-Man suit. It's all Iron Man tech, basically. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, in this day and age, why don't you just give everyone an Iron Man suit made out of vibranium? <laughs> yeah, I mean, give everyone a fucking Iron Man suit because it's just like you know, it would make more sense tactically speaking. Yeah, and, I know, and I mean, they're kind of doing it right. It's like you know, like they're they're sort of kind of doing it, but like I just. What makes Iron Man special is that he's the only guy who does that. But now everyone's doing it, and I'm just like, okay, well, I'm, and this well, he it's gave lowering that, the stakes now. He gave that suit um, to Spider-Man in Civil War, so that's what that suit is. Iron no, no, Spider no, suit. not that suit. No, no, no. His his 
the Iron Spider suit that we joked about, that was different. Yeah, I mean, I kind of I kind of wish it didn't have all that techie shit in it, but I like what the Spider-Man movie did because it was like, okay, it has all this tech, but it doesn't have rocket boosters and it doesn't have all that shit. In the end, it's still a Spider-Man suit, and I was fine with that. I'm talking about the new suit. Um, that's what I'm saying, yeah. the Iron Spider suit. Well, he introduced it, but he didn't give it to him. And like we didn't know what it was when we saw it in in Homecoming. Oh, I We're just like, it oh, it's just it's just a. Cool, I knew what it was. It's a, oh, I didn't know. Because like, oh, he a, has it. Yeah, it's a new look. and improved suit. And then like you get it, and it's a fucking nanotech suit. I'm just like, then put rockets on it. Then fucking you know, just make it give everyone an Iron Man suit at this point because it's like and but but if you do that, then it just lowers the stakes, which is what it's doing anyways. It's like now I just feel like everyone's invincible. You can't. You, there's no one can get hurt now. I mean, did you also notice that the helmets were kind of they kind of just went back. Yeah, it's just it's all nanotech and like same with with black panthers and i'm like i'm like this is lowering the stakes so, so is captain america's next suit going to do that yeah because i always remember when we were watching the fight uh with Thanos on titan and i remember you kind of made a comment because he was he was punching iron man and he knocks his helmet off and then another one just grows on yeah. his head and it was just like what and i'm like this is lowering the stakes it's just like you know it's it's turning into where it's like it's just magic the science is getting so okay i can't complain about that because it's basically we're, we're basically watching science fantasy but it's like it, there's no stakes anymore because it's like, okay, now everyone can get an impenetrable Iron Man suit, and you know, now no, we know no one's going to die. Now, on one hand, realistically speaking, yeah, that's what I would do, too. I'd be like, hey, I think Tony Stark should give some of these guys his tech, you know, so where no one can die, no one can get shot so easily. But on the other hand, you know, it's just lowering the stakes for me, and I'm not as, like, worried about the characters anymore. Now, I was surprised when they killed Spider-Man. I didn't think they would do that, but it made sense why they did it, but I, I'm, I'm surprised. Um, and I'm happy they did it, because, you know, that was the most emotional death in the whole movie. But I'm just kind of like, uh, I, it's all just getting too techy for me. And I, I would have preferred if Black Panther just had like his, his original suit. It's not magical. Just made it out of a well, brain. He and he has the, to run and, he and has just the, do his thing. The nano, I, I guess because, you know, uh, his helmet came over his head. Yeah, but like, when he initially had it, it was just a helmet. No, I know. It was a helmet. Yeah. Yeah, just like Iron Man's was just original helmet, yeah. you know. Um, I get what you're saying about that. Um they have to be more flashy though, because how many Iron Man suits have we seen in the, the ten years? There's right. been quite a few. There was that one that he had in Iron Man three, which he would just use his head or whatever. It was just his body wasn't in yeah, it. Yeah, well, that's actually from the Extremis comic, the Extremis oh. line. Yeah, dude, you should read the comic. It's, yeah, it's it's very good. Um, yeah, no, that's when they when they started doing that, where it's like he doesn't need a big fucking rig to like get his suit on. I was like, oh yeah, he's been doing that in the comic for at least ten years. Yeah, um, maybe longer. That's I I started reading them when the movie came out, but um. Yeah, you know, it, it all makes sense that Tony's doing it. And obviously what made Tony Stark special is that, yeah, he was the only one with a mech suit. Because obviously, you know, realistically speaking, if this was real, if the Avengers were real and they formed, Iron Man would go, okay, you're all going to get your own Iron Man suit. With Each are going to be specifically designed for you, and they're going to have, you know, certain weaponry and gear that you would use, but you're all going to get an Iron Man suit. Yeah, I but don't know I, why he didn't do that to Rhodia. It seems Rhodey still has old school. Yeah, and on one hand, you know, it... it it doesn't make sense in the movies. Like, well, why doesn't everyone get an Iron Man suit? Because it, well, in my opinion, it's like because it just—that's what makes everyone special. That's what makes everyone different. Well, that's what that makes Iron different. Man uh, Iron Man basically. Yeah. that's why he differs from Cap and from Hulk. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I agree with you 100 percent on that. I just, um, I think uh, when movies get progress and the characters progress, they need to a actually add more stuff to it. Yeah. Like you know, I was telling you when we first did our episode on Homecoming, I wasn't really happy with the whole Spider-Man AI suit. Because it was like, what the fuck? Why is it talking to Is that to a him? thing in the comics? No. Yeah, I think I asked that before. Yeah. No. He never had an AI costume that did, uh, or anything like that. The costume looks old school, which is yeah. dope. But it doesn't talk to him. It doesn't have different kinds of fucking, like, you know, instant kill mode, all that bullshit. Yeah. It's just a simple fucking costume that he made at home. And um, 
the iron spire suit is from civil war so he uses that um but i mean the other thing i wanted to point out um off topic from this the suits is uh we are under the assumption now that everyone's dead but we know they're not mm-hmm. at the very end well not everyone but the people that did disappear um and if you notice during the film when they were talking to Doctor Strange when he was like in his seizure ment- mental yeah, state. Yeah, he was moment. traveling through time. Yeah, basically he was. He said he oversaw like a, cer- a certain million, fourteen million, fourteen and million, something. and they only won one. So I think the outcome of that is the one where he gave Thanos the, yeah. the time. And he said it's the only way. Yeah, because so the I, other ones are probably like the entire universe got wiped out, and he's like, "This is the only way I could have saved us. I had to make a compromise." Yeah, and I liked that. Now that was that was cool. Um. Speaking of Doctor Strange, okay, so I think I might have mentioned in previous episodes, I don't like what Cumberbatch has been doing with the character. I think it's boring. Yeah. And, I, okay, I know nothing about Doctor Strange in the comics. I'm not talking about his interpretation. I just think he's boring. I'm like, okay, so everything, what's so sexy about Cumberbatch, right, is his deep British voice. And I, I can't even do an impression of it. But it's, it's, it's a very deep, sultry, menacing, but yet sexy voice. Obviously, he was cool as Smog. Too. Obviously, yeah, he was great as Smog. And obviously, you know, if he if he was English as Doctor Strange, it would just feel like Sherlock, right? Or Khan from the Into Darkness movie. But like, I'm like, okay, so you have to be an American, so you have to, you know, your voice isn't as interesting to the to the ear. But do something with the character. Where's all the charisma? Like, I even in the Doctor Strange movie, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm watching like a character, like like a person. I'm not watching a person. I'm watching kind of like a a suave caricature that's kind of two dimensional and. His dude, the t- the banter between him and Tony Stark sucked, for the most part. You didn't, you didn't I, I didn't get any humor I didn't like of that it at all. It's like Tony Stark's being an asshole to him for no reason. Now, I one thing I liked is that like, um, since Doctor Strange is kind of introduced as like a, someone who's similar to Tony Stark, he fires back with it. Uh, you know, there's that one line where it's like, you know, what do you do besides making balloon animals? He's like protecting your reality, douchebag. It's like, oh, Tony Stark met his match in terms of wit. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. But they didn't really do a lot with it. It was just kind of like. The Tony Stark circus jokes all fell flat. I was just like, I don't get it. Like, does he look like a circus freak? Like, yeah, I didn't get does the he look balloon. Like a I didn't get the balloon joke either. Is it because he looks like a weird circus mysticist? Where you know, you kind of how you see it, like carnivals, they have like that, like fake Doctor Strange looking dude behind a glass, and he's like, "Let me see your fortune," and like, yeah. there's a stupid little ball. I'm like, is he making that like joke? Zoltar I'm like, that's a pretty like that's a pretty obscure joke. I'm like, but. It was just like weird circus jokes, yeah. carnival jokes. I'm like, I don't get it. This isn't that funny. These are dumb. These are low-hanging. Come on, dude. Like when he first appeared, he's like, you selling tickets? I was like, is that what? And I was like, oh, is it because he looks like a weirdo? Like, I was like, I don't get I it. I don't get it either. And it wasn't funny. And it was just like, you know, I, I liked the stuff like, hey, don't embarrass me in front of the wizard. But like when he was actually bitching at, at like Doctor Strange, it just felt a little forced. And I'm like, Tony Stark is wittier than this. He can come up with more. I actually saw a review where they were kind of like, you know, it feels like Robert Downey Jr. is like phoning it in. And he's getting kind of sick of it. And I kind of agree. I'm like, yeah, I feel like he's not really caring that much anymore. He's been um, doing it for a while. Now, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for 10 fucking years. He's probably like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Um, you know, and I don't blame That's him. what's actually sparked his career back up. I mean, yeah. he wasn't really doing that much. And then even the films in between the Marvel films weren't doing good at all. Yeah. So, yeah. I well, mean, I like, Sherlock, he was great. Sherlock, Sherlock was good. And, you know, I, he did some other smaller movies. Due Date, uh, The Judge. That's yeah. the Judge is a good movie. Yeah. Um, I think uh, his interaction with... Um, with uh, Peter Quill was better to me. I think really, the, the, I like their interaction. Oh, I, I thought it was the. I thought it was boring. 
I just thought it was funny. I thought it was the fact that, you know, you had Peter Quill who's from Earth, but, you know, he's like thinks it's that same timeline. <laughs> well, he's that like, scene leading up to the big fight on Titan, like I, I what I liked about it is like the the banter between everyone was good because it was just like something about Footloose and he's like, it's still the greatest movie ever. And Spider-Man's like, never was. I'm like, ooh, shattered that dream. Yeah. I What I did like about Tony Stark is like everyone in that scene on Titan, like everyone's acting like a fool and you just see his face. He's like. Tony Stark's just like God. Um, I'm so fucking done with this. He's like, I don't even know. This is so okay. And then he's just like, Can can everyone just come here and listen, please? And I was like, Are you are you yawning? I liked that. I liked that. He's just like, like he just he just looks so done. <laughs> but I was wondering, I'm like, is that Tony Stark or is that Robert Downey Jr. Who's just like, I don't have any improv to come. Up. I'm fucking done with these. No, movies. I mean, he's got his breaking point. I don't think he had any like any yeah. quips he was gonna say, yeah. but. Yeah, Tony's, I don't know. I felt like Tony Stark. There could have been, could have been funnier because he's he's great in all the movies. But like in this, I just I didn't like him. No. I didn't like him in this movie. Um, it was kind of like yeah. uh, what movie was it that we saw that? Um, okay, so say say Batman v Superman. Okay, you, you saw Ben Affleck's right. uh, Batman, the way he acted, yeah. and then you saw Justice League, and we 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 both said, dude, he was fucking shit. Like the way he acted was shit. Well, yeah, like, because well, he cared about Batman v Superman. He he cared about the role, and he was he was helping with the rewrites and everything, and he was trying to help rewrite like Justice League. You know, Ben Affleck really cared about Batman, and he really wanted it to do good. But then, yeah, the movie comes out, be uh, Bat vs Supes, and. You know, it comes out, it sucks, he knows it sucks, and he's just like, he's like, fucking... And then you start hearing all these rumors that he's thinking about leaving, and it's like, you know, they probably were rumors, but you see his acting, he's like, I don't care about this shit anymore. Like, it's just, it's such a letdown. I wonder if Jason Momoa's gonna feel the same way, because right now Momoa's like, yeah, man, I'm hella hype, dude, Aquaman hit, but I, like, I wonder if, like, it's gonna be the same in Aquaman, where he's like, I don't give a shit, fuck but He doesn't movies. really have anything else going for him at the moment. No, he's got that he's got show shows, yeah, but... You know, movie-wise, as his yeah, own, that's starring his as only, main character. Yeah. I think the only other movie that he did that was Conan, where he was the main actor. Yeah. Uh, but get back to Infinity War. Um, so the interaction between the characters was good. Um, for the most part. For the most part, between the you know Team Stark, that's what you want to call Rocket it. Rocket and Thor was great. That was Oh, that was Their amazing. whole interaction was great. I hope there's more of them later. Yeah, um, I do. Um, but the, what, what else did I not like? I mean, I think that's generally about it, you know? And, and they're not – like I said, these things – didn't they obviously didn't ruin the movie for me when i first saw the movie i was so distracted and so out of it that i almost didn't like the movie but seeing it again i was like okay now that i'm focused i'm not complaining as much i like it more like i said i thought the wakanda fight scene was a little pointless i kind of wish they kept it small and kept it on titan but it all it all culminated into one thing later so it did end up mattering later the whole love thing was with fucking oh, with, uh, with vision, vision. yeah like, that was, was really like, stale. that was so forced i was like well you like Will you movies just stop? Like Captain America Winter Soldier is a perfect example of a superhero film, amongst others, that doesn't need a love story at all. There's like there's that sexual tension between him and, and Black Widow, but that's all it is. It's just sexual tension. And he knows he's like, I'm not fucking I'm not hooking up with you. Fuck you're no, you're 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 cancer. I'm not doing that. And I like that. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. good. Don't hook up with her. It's a bad idea. And she's kind of just flirting with him, like, that's fine. Keep the sex in there. There's not enough sex in these movies. There's just stupid two dimensional love plots. But like, yeah, you know, they did this in Age of Ultron too. It's like the whole love plot between, you know, Banner and her. No, I that kind of has been bleeding over to the other movies, which is good. That means it kind of matters. But like, it also it's like well, well, they had that they had that little scene where they both seen each other, and it's probably been like a few years. Well, that's all they, but, they just okay, look at each other. I had and a go, problem with that. Hi, you know, she's yeah. Like, I had a problem with that because I'm like, okay, they have that scene, but how come there's not a scene of them like talking to each other where it's just like, like you know, maybe she's complaining like, where have you been? I missed you. I she's like, hi, Bruce, and he goes, Nat. And that's all it is. I'm just like, you know, 
if they did more with it, I would have liked it more. But the fact that they did that, you know, it they should have never introduced that love plot ever, ever, ever. Yeah. Um. I guess they just needed to give Vision and what's her tits something to fucking do. Uh, Witch. Yeah, because there's so many characters. I gotta give them something. Yeah, to do. They and, gotta I, and I something. get it. Plus, they are involved in the comic books, or they were. So. Oh, they, um, okay. So they have. There are a couple weird. in the comic books. So yeah, I remember seeing. I know. They've got, they got married, dude. Widow and Banner. They never get. They never. No, I, don't, I don't see. I don't follow deep. I'm, when I think about the Marvel movies and the comics, I'm always back to the OG Marvel stuff. Yeah. Like anything that was. To the 90s. Back when you, you know, when they first came out, when you were like 30. Back when they were called funny books. Yeah, yeah back when you were like 30, yeah. Uh, we remember when we had them funny back books. Back in my, I remember when Superman was just being drawn. I met Bob Kane when he was 22. You know, it's funny, but the thing about Superman, he didn't, uh, he was actually a, kind of a bad guy at the very beginning. Like, really? He didn't fly. No, he was just destroying shit. Yeah, he didn't fly. He just had like super strength. He was pretty basic, right? It was very basic. Yeah. Uh, Basic, basic man. Basic so, man. like I said, uh, the movie has it feels complete to me. Uh, everyone had their their own, you know, parts in the film. I think it was really. I think mostly it was focused a lot on um, the relationship between uh, Gamora and Thanos. Yeah. Uh, Once again, that was all very important. That was shit. Zoe Saldana. She did a really good job of expressing emotion too. Like you know, even though she hates Thanos, when she thought she killed him, she just starts breaking down and well, crying. Because that guy was her dad. You know, it's it's they you know they, they do kind of like it's a little Stockholm syndrome. You know what I liked about it? Because being a theater kid, I, I had this like Phantom of the Opera feel to it. It's like you know between Phantom and Christine, there's like this love hate. Now, granted, they're like lovers, but like in the movie, yeah. they're they're like mother or the father daughter. But it's like. You know, which sometimes is the same thing, depending on your fetishes. But um, no, like uh, basically, um, you know, there's like it had that feel to it where it's like there's this like forbidden connection that was that that came from strife and hatred and like and from captivity. But there's this love, there's this bond there. And I really liked that because that felt that's very human. That shit happens in real life, you know. Yeah. And so, no, that was all great. Yeah. To get back to the good stuff, you know, the whole Thanos thing is great. Josh and Brolin did a really good job, too. He did. He's a great actor. Do you he's know a lot, this is like the summer for uh, the year for Brolin? Yeah, he's got, this has got Cable. Yeah, coming hey, out. Did you know there's a movie with him and uh, Olsen, uh, Scarlet Witch, whatever, where they, they have f- sex, where they fuck? Yeah, uh, that's Old Boy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they both get naked and shit. Too. I told I told you though, it seems like no matter what movie you see these days, you can throw a rock into it, and you're gonna hit any actor who's been in a Marvel film. It's and he's been naked happen. too. Fucking uh, Scarlett Johansson, she was naked in that uh, Skins movie or whatever it was called. Was it called Skins? Uh, no, it was a, that Alien uh, movie where she played an alien. And then her fappening picks came out too. But <laughs> I never saw uh, those. I never saw this. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I never saw yeah, those. Yeah. Anyway, so I uh, I'm gonna go see this movie again for a third time. I don't know when, but it's one of those films. Like, I'm yeah, gonna go wait see. like a good week or two because I'm tired of like stupid people in theaters. I know, I know. But for me, my second time seeing it, it was fine. Uh, it wasn't that bad. Um, good. Get good seats this time. Yeah, it was good, good seats. Uh, I saw it at the airport. I saw it at a showing where it was like ten fifteen in the morning or something because I thought like, okay, well, I'm going to avoid some crowds. And 10 o'clock showing was almost sold out, and that was actually in a smaller theater. So um, let's get in really quickly about the end credits. Um, I know for a fact you probably didn't get it, uh, but it was kind of cool. That's Captain seeing... Marvel. Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay, so I kind of liked going back to um, you know Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury character. I didn't know what the fuck was going on at first, but no, my, I didn't watch it the second time. I'm like, okay, I've already seen the credits or whatever, so I kind of left. But did he have the eye patch on? Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, I don't remember if he did or not. Um, that he uh started disintegrating, and he's like, 
motherfucker and like before you even get it out because you know it's like that's his trademark that's Samuel Sam Jackson Jackson's trademark his yeah. motherfucker that's his trademark so I, I'm so fuck I was like so happy that they kind of put that in there yeah I, like, you know oh, I was actually fuck. hoping he was going to do that in the first Avengers where he's just like I ain't going to listen to you motherfucker and like he would just say fuck but they'll never say fuck in these movies not when it's owned by Disney but um yeah, cool. no, that's, you know, I, you know, I just like a lot of people didn't get it, though because they don't know Captain Marvel. So they're like, what the fuck is this pager? Then it's, oh, I got it because I read a little bit of her comments. Yeah. And then you see the symbol. You're like, oh, OK, because I know who it was. I knew it had something to do with Captain Marvel. I thought they would show her, but they didn't because uh, this Captain Marvel movie that comes out next year is supposed to be in the 80s. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I talked to my coworker about this. They're bringing in the scroll scrolls. Yeah. They're bringing it, dude. And we were me and my coworker were talking and we're thinking that. So let's let's get into theory here about about the next Avengers movie. So you said there's time travel probably because you saw scenes of Cap in his first outfit. From what it looked like, from what I saw from just fo- set photos, um, it looked it was a photo of Ant Man. I think it was. I don't know who the other character was. It's been a while since I've seen the picture, and it was Captain America, but it was the Captain America from the Avengers, like with the, the first the still the fifties kind of still haircut going on, yeah. the clean haircut. The suit was the same, and I'm like. Why does he look like that? Why did he shave his beard and cut his hair back to that silly ass cut he had before he started spiking it? So it was like, it's got to be some with time travel. So somewhere down that line, <laughs> they might time travel back to the Avengers, the first fight. Yeah, there's a there's a theory that um, that Captain America, or not, rather not Captain America, um, that so the the Captain Marvel movie that's going to come out since they're introducing scroll and obviously they're shapeshifters um there's a theory that what they're going to do to get rid of the old actors and bring in the new you're going to find out like oh like this character was a scroll the whole time and then when they introduce the new it's a theory and then when they introduce the new actor you know it's going to be that's going to be the real bucky barnes or or the real tony stark or whatever it might be it's a theory we don't know what's going to happen but that's cool because maybe the maybe the next avengers event will be uh secret invasion it could be that, or, yeah. But or, or like you say, Galactus, and that's a way to introduce uh, the Fantastic. They still Four. have to. They still have to fix what got fucked up by Thanos, and I know Thanos would be in the next one. I'm sure because the gauntlet. If you looked at the end of the movie, like it looked like the gauntlet was fucked up. Yeah, it looked shattered and shit. And what is it? Well, I think I was talking to you or someone about this, where it's like, uh, there's probably going to be a scene where they travel back in time, and then the whole, then the movie's going to end, and then right at the end of Avengers: Infinity War two, it's going to be at the moment where Thor is about to hit him with the hammer, but this time he's going to go for the head, just like Thanos told him to. Yeah. You were right. I should have gone for the head. And there'll be some stupid one-liner. <laughs> and then that's how they'll kill him. Or maybe they'll chop his hand off. And then, you know, they'll get the gauntlet, and then they'll, and then they'll hit him in the they'll head. They'll do or... something like that, yeah, because yeah. they have... I think I think that the movie, the next movie, is going to end at the moment where Thanos yeah. was supposed to die. Um, um, Adrian said this best, too. She uh, Shout out to Adrian. Love you, babe. Um, she uh, said Katie? that, what if... Uh, oh, Adrian... She said, um, what if Thanos somewhere along the line has a second thought and brings them all back? Like he changes his mind. I hope not. Uh, she just too, said that. She'd probably be, like, what if he decides that? That would be interesting, but uh, that'd be dumb. Because he's, he humani- he's got some humanity to him. Yeah, but, but then he still But also goes against his, his whole creed. Now, I, I, I don't think that'll happen, and that'd be really bad if it did, in my opinion, in terms of character development. But, I mean, that's an interesting theory. That'd be It would be interesting. Like he just right? says, what have I done or something yeah. like that. You know, it's really funny is um, a friend of mine said, okay, so in the finger snap, a lot of people, pretty much the entire universe got like one, like half of its population just all disintegrated. What if like pets 
started disintegrating too. Like, what if like you're just sitting on your couch, just like enjoying a TV show, and sugar's like snuggling next to you, and it just disintegrates. You know how um, <laughs> you know how the the DVDs, no! you know how the DVDs do those one shot things, those short stories. Yeah. Did you ever watch those? Uh, the uh, Marvel on the one shots. The Marvel one shots. Yeah. That that'd be a good one shot. Right, everyone's at New York and like you see like these like families like with their parents or their kids and they just disappear like one of their dogs barking rah, rah, rah. <laughs> like what the hell Sparky what's going on and then their cat you know Boris or whatever is like, and is like what's going on and like on the news this just in cats and dogs are disappearing my yeah. hamster is, is yeah right um, no that'd be that'd be a fun Marvel one shot I think that'd be a cool there's also something story. about why didn't their clothes stay on when they disintegrated because I think uh, the first person you see disintegrate was Winter Soldier but then just drops a gun the, the, the gun doesn't disintegrate his whole know. body because is it's a part of his body. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's like that's yeah, like no. Thinking, if you think, that's if thinking you, in way if too If you think deep. about the literal science of it, like yeah, only their body is not even his arm would have disappeared. It would have just been his actual body. Yeah, but the um, arm disappeared and everything like yeah. that too. No, so. that's, that's nitpicking. I don't care. Yeah, it's um, nitpicking. So yeah, would I'm, you recommend Infinity War, Jason? Yes, I would 100 percent across the board, and I will take a word from Ben. Ten out of ten to me. I mean, I I, I <laughs> 10 enjoyed out of ten Ben. Ten out of ten Ben. I, I really enjoyed this film, and it's to the point where if I didn't really like it that much, I wouldn't go see it a third time, but I want to. And um, I think it's just a good – I don't know. Is this one of the endings for the phases? I'm not sure. This, I believe – is this phase three? Yeah, this is the end of phase three, I believe. Maybe. So go into phase maybe, four. maybe maybe Avengers Infinity War 2 is going to be. Because you, 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 know, you have uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, then you have Captain Marvel, and then we're going to do the, the second or the next Avengers 4, whatever they call that film. Avengers so. Four. It is Avengers called 4. Avengers Four. It is Avengers 4. Four. Yeah. No, it's just Infinity War Part Two. No. Um. Yeah. I. Uh, what about you? Would you consider saying to someone, "Hey, go would I recommend this, this? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Of course. You know. Um. I. You know. I want to get someone who's never seen a Marvel film to go see this. Just go see that. Yeah. I want to see what'll. Hey, if you're listening, you've never seen a Marvel movie. You should go watch this. I want to see what. Come your over to his be. place. Yeah. Come to my house when the movie comes out. We'll watch just that movie. But um. Yeah, uh, I would be interested to see that. But otherwise, no. Yeah, of course I'd recommend this movie. It's a you know, especially if you've been following these for so long, you know, you have to you have to see this movie. You have to. And one of the things, you know, I I will say right now in terms of superhero fatigue, I'm not really getting superhero. Yeah, fatigue. you know, what? you started talking about that before we saw. Um, what was it? Before we saw. What was it Black Panther? No, I think before we saw uh, Quiet Place. Yeah. You said, you know what, man? You pulled me aside. He goes. I'm getting a little bit of uh, fatigue from the superhero shit. It's just like, I'm so tired of the hype. Like, everyone's like, oh my god, did you see the new Deadpool trailer? They're violently masturbating in their computer chair. It's like, it's like, yeah, I did, man. It's like, whatever. Let's just wait till the movie comes out. Like, calm down. Oh, it's gonna be so good. It's like, let's just see the movie. Because the Black Panther trailer, the first one that came out, man, it was cool, man. It was fucking badass. They had that good rap music playing. Like, it was a good, fun, cool trailer. Yeah. And then you see it, it's fucking bland. And I'm just like, you know... I've learned not to trust trailers after that oh, Man no. of Steel trailer, after that really beautiful one, and then the movie's a joke. But, um, my opinion at least. But, like, I loved it. <laughs> I know you fuck. But, like, you know, I saw the Avengers Infinity War trailer, right? And I was like, okay, I saw it. And it you was, saw only one trailer it was, because well, you I've said seen you two. I saw, I saw a second one on, in, like, the theater somewhere. But it's like, I saw it. It looks good. And I will wait till the movie comes out. But it's like, you know, I had all these people being like, hey, man, only a week left. And I was like, who gives a shit, man? Go about your day, reserve your tickets, but go about your fucking day and just wait till it comes out because it's just like, 
you know, we've been let down a lot. And now I knew it was going to be good because it's the Russo brothers and, you know, it's Marvel, but it's like, you know, how good is it going to be? I was afraid it, they could have fucked it up. I'm like, this movie might not be great. This movie might be on on level of, like, Age of Ultron. It but it, no, it, it exceeded Ultron. that. It exceeded my expectations. It was a, it was a very good movie. You know, um, like I said, the plot's a little messy and I have those nitpicky things here and there. But overall, it's a solid fucking film. It's very entertaining. Um, I would recommend the show. Would you go? Buy I might this? even say it's. You would know, you buy I this movie when it comes out? Or yes, and I might even say that this movie was a great movie, especially when you think about Thanos. When you think about the whole thing, it's like you know, in terms of like a villain, like a villain movie, like this is a great. Good, movie. it's a good villain movie. So I might even say I'm gonna and say the bad guy a, won. A, I'm gonna yeah. say it's a great movie. Fuck it, it's a great movie. Um, yeah, uh, go see it. And um, you know, did I tell you? I think I told you at the movie theater, but I, did I tell you about the Death Note joke with Thanos? No. Uh, oh, we're like no. Oh, I okay, oh, you so might it have. A, it was a quick YouTube video someone made. Uh, it was the, it was the trailer, the Infinity War trailer. I think it was the second one. And it gets to the scene where Tony Stark says, "What's his name again?" And and then Gamora says Thanos, but she they just took her scene. Right. They, they weren't together when they yeah, said yeah. it. So, and then they go back to that 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 shot of him. Like what's his name again? But they someone did something with the computer where they made this book come up, <laughs> and his eyes go down. And you see someone writing Thanos. And then you see like, all Close of a sudden the, the book. book closes and on the front of the book says Death Note. And then it goes to Titan where Thanos is talking and he goes, I know they remember you whatever. And then he just clenches his fucking chest because he has a heart attack. <laughs> and it just dies. And, dies. and it says the end. Yeah. So that was the way they killed Thanos. But uh, I thought it was uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I uh, I can't wait to see it again. I, I'm definitely going to pick this one up when it comes out for sale. Uh, I think Marvel is doing a killer job once again. Uh, all my friends loved it. Um, there are some nitpicky stuff, yes, like you said, but yeah. at the same time, I do uh, think that people should see this film if they've even seen a couple of the Marvel films. You know, they're all good. You know, DC is. I love DC, but Warner Brothers is ruining DC movies. They are. They're Warner Brothers. You know, Warner Brothers. You know, they make this Justice League fucking movie, and they've hinted at Dark Side. It's just like you. You have like you have jumped the gun so goddamn much on these fucking movies. Like you know, everyone's like you're just a Marvel fanboy. No, I like good movies, asshole. And these are not good movies. I my favorite superhero is Batman. Okay. Yeah. He is my favorite superhero, and he is being ruined in these fucking movies. You know, I, it'd be different if I was like, oh, I love Justice League because Batman or Batman v Superman because Batman. No, they're fucking horrible movies. Yeah, you know, like Bruce Wayne was interesting in Batman v Superman, but like, no, these are bad movies. I'm not gonna. You know, the pros don't outweigh the cons, you know, and it's like and Batman sucks now in the movies. He's, he's a fucking idiot. Well, the thing is, is I, I keep thinking back to it now. It's like, OK, if I want a good Batman film, I'll go to the Dark Knight trilogy. Yep. That's what I'll do. Yep. I'll, I'll take Batman. Even v- the Dark Knight Rises, that fucking movie. Yeah. I'll take that movie. Oh, not the. Uh, I'll take Batman v Superman with the Grand Assault, even though there were some scenes, just some scenes were pretty Batman y. I mean, like, right, it was dark. Would you say, that, dark. Those, would you say that those, like, 30% of good scenes outweigh the 70% of garbage? I would say, like, okay, if I was to put in Batman v Superman right now and watch it, I'd probably only get to a few scenes and then that's it. It's like what I did with The Dark Knight. It was like, yes, The Dark Knight's a great film. But I love the Joker scenes, and yeah. I'll just go to every single Joker scene, and then just a lot out. of people did that when that movie came to DVD and Blu-ray. I did the same thing for a while. I'm just like, you know, I would want to, I would want to watch just that interrogation scene, the fucking hospital scene. Like, I watch those scenes and then go to bed. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, it's so great. Like, he's so great. You know? No, yeah, I know what you mean. So um, there's like those moments. Yeah, I mean, the Batman v Superman stuff. I don't think the bats and soups stuff of Batman is that good, though. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying there's parts of it 
where I would go back and, and, and say, I like that scene. I mean, I'm not going to say the fight between him and Superman was good. It wasn't. It was dog shit. I'm saying that there were certain scenes like I liked when he was riding around the Batmobile. I don't give a fuck if he was killing people in cars. I don't give a fuck. All right. Like people bitch about that. It was cool. It was fucking well, dope. it kind of it shatters Batman's character. All right. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. I thought it was dope. All right. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, I think Marvel's killing it. So is Batman, apparently. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, um, I am really, uh, before we end the show, uh, I want your intake on the Venom trailer as well, since we're, because uh, the Venom trailer they showed at the beginning of, uh, I saw it online, then we saw it at the beginning of uh, Infinity War. What do you think about a Venom, the Venom trailer in general? Tom Hardy. The trailer one. looks cool, right? Because trailers usually do. Um, Tom Hardy's a great actor, and so I feel like he's going to give a great performance. I don't trust Sony. And I don't think you can make Venom without Spider-Man. Spider-Man, because we know not only you know, the comics obviously introduced it, whereas Bat, uh, I almost said Batman, Spider-Man found the symbiote suit. You know, he became you know evil Spider-Man, got the suit off, evil and, and the reason why Venom is like Spider-Man is because the suit already had that spider thing to it. The symbiote thing had that spider, uh, I guess, aura to it, and so when it got on Brock, he was basically evil. Spider-Man. And then, like, isn't Carnage, like, a similar thing? Carnage is um, the offspring of Venom. So, basically, Venom... So, yeah, Venom had a so, baby. Okay, so Brock was in... Really shortly. Brock was in prison. The Venom suit broke him out of prison. Him and Cletus Cassidy, who is Carnage, were cellmates. When he broke him out, some of the suit kind of got left in the cell. And that suit was whatever the offspring you want to call it, but that suit became carnage. So this little portion of the, the, his suit that like stuck on the fucking railing or whatever went on to Cleus Cassidy formed and became carnage. And, um, the thing with the Venom movie, though, is that if you notice that there was other people, they said we, the, the symbiote, so something like that, right? So, like, you had, like, uh, show people, like, kind of getting transformed and shit. Yeah. So they're probably going to have other kind of fucking, I think Carnage might be in it or whatever, but I didn't get a good look at the very end. Did you like that scene, though, when the, the head came over and he's like, we, we are Venom. Venom. Yeah, no, that was hella cool. That was cool. pretty dope. But I didn't see no big spider signal yet. I didn't see any of that. I, yeah, they, they better not do that yet. They, they that, that would just that I would didn't be not see good, it, but man. I don't know. I don't want it to be all black, but there is rumor that Tom Holland might play a cameo in the film. If that is true. Good, because I feel like you can't have, you can't make this movie without that. And if they're trying to do their own universe, and it's like, come on, Stupid. don't do that. Fuck you, Sony. Remember when no, they tried, to, that remember tried to do Sinister Six? Just a Sinister Six movie, right? And after, yeah, they try to rush it at the end of after Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two, Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man Two. Yeah, fucking fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> no, but like, it's really bad because the movies I own are like horrible to you. Like I own Spider-Man Two. I don't know why I just own it, and then I own Batman v Superman. I didn't go buy Justice League. I'm like, all right, I'm not buying that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, no. it's it's like Amazing Spider-Man One was obviously very good in my opinion, even though the villain was really bad. But um, yeah, that second movie, those those screenwriters, man, fucking. Yeah. Horrible. But um anyways. Yeah, let's uh, uh, yeah. let's uh let's get into the uh really quickly uh the, uh, next sh- movie I think we should do a show on. Is it Deadpool that's next? Deadpool I two? So yeah, I don't know I don't know the date when it's coming out. But, I think Deadpool yeah. two comes out yeah. this month. Really? May Shit. I think? I better, I better I'll have to check it out, but um, I better scramble and get my tickets. See Infinity War. Yeah. Please. It's one of the best superhero films I've seen in probably the last three years, I can't say that it's a bad, dull film. It's it's an enjoyable film. It's got a, a, a beginning, middle, end. 
more of a Thanos villain film, which is great. He's a great villain. Uh, everyone had their time to shine in the film. Uh, Peter Dinklage is a huge uh, fucking, you know. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> and the fact, you know, the matter is, is that you see Red Skull, which is cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, guys, this is a uh, another episode of the Geek Moshpit Podcast. Thanks for listening to us again. Don't forget that we are on SoundCloud, uh, Facebook, um, iTunes, also, Twitter, iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, Insta, Instagram, all that dumb shit. So. And uh, yeah, so we're glad to be back. Uh, we're gonna try to pump out. More I know we said guys. this the last episode that we were back. I know, I know. We're back this time. <laughs> we're back. Yeah, we're back. So, so you guys. Uh, but anyways, I'm Jason. I'm Anthony. And you guys have a good night. And uh, make sure you don't turn into dust. <laughs> I don't feel so good. Jason. Later. <laughs>